Hello, welcome to The Honest Wargamer. I'm your host, Rob. I'm joined by Nathan. I'm joined by James. I'm joined by Dan. And between all four of us, we own over eight fursuits, which is perfect. Because mm. we're about to start talking about, and our very first look at the Age of Sigmar Battle Tome for 2023, The Beasts of Chaos. Now, I don't know, this one thing I don't know, Dan, have you ever been a Beast of Chaos player? Uh, I I was beast curious for a little while there. I bought the book. I started like the previous book. I started playing around with some of them just for the fun of it. But uh, then I moved over to Canada before I could finish the army. So I never actually got to to put my hooves in. But I did go down that rabbit hole very very deeply. Nathan, have you ever entered the wild and tangled thickets of the realm of chaos and emerged a bestial man? <laughs> oh, in Warhammer, no. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the show. This is how it goes. Could you turn yourself up a tiny bit, Nathan, your microphone, or put it closer to your face as it's wildly far away? <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm snuffling and snorting away, so I didn't, didn't expect your honor to hear that. But yeah, uh, there we go. How's that? Much better. Appreciate you. Uh, okay, good. And then finally, James, is it true that if you take off your jumper and t shirt, you just are a beast man? Basically, yeah. I'm, I'm, but I'm probably more like an ungal. Okay, all right. Well, like hairy, but I'm, there's there's patches of skin. Oh, not really. But I'm I'm pretty I'm pretty like not muscly. Okay, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Give me the bow and like twelve points worth of damage. All right, perfect. <laughs> um, uh, James, you did play Beast of Chaos previously, though. Yeah, several times. Are you excited uh, about the was... new book? Yeah, I think so. Like, I was thinking about this earlier, and I don't know whether it's for now or later, my thoughts on the army. But I, I, as I thought about it earlier, tootling home, I was like, oh, I'm quite excited to learn what the new book's like. And then I thought, it's really weird, though, because it's an army I love, an army I love the aesthetic of. And I'm one of those weird people where I'm like, oh, the Zangors never have quite have had the same, like, uh, love from me as the actual goats. And as I tootled home and was thinking about it, I was like, but the Zangor kind of fit Age of Sigma now better than the goats. Interesting. Mm. Interesting. So I'll be interested to see whether they push the, the, the ones I feel match the style. Because I think like Beast of Chaos in, in old Warhammer, mm. old world, mm -hmm. sorry now, isn't it? Um, obviously like walked around the land, didn't they? Went through the forest, carried a big stone, beat people up, destroyed a village, but never stopped, just kept going. And so earlier I was like, oh, yeah, they've got like bits of leather, someone's axe, someone's hat, some skulls hanging from them. But I was like, but now they don't work as well because they're not walking through Kislev, are they, and, and getting some furs and being warm, and they're not walking through like... Uh, Middenheim and killing people and getting leather. They should be walking through Fundia, which is like, and getting like giant beast hats or the realm of fire and, you know, like... You don't, don't think they're high yeah. fantasy enough. They're not as... There's not enough, dare I say it, whimsy. Yeah, I think, I think like, they're one of those weird ones that looks like old fantasy, not, not high fantasy. And I think mm. we've what, slowly watched the game shift from old world, right, to... Age of Sigma mm. from like fantasy as we knew it, Tolkien to high fantasy and 
Games Workshop Zone. So I think it's interesting because we've got a new book, but no new models. One Piece. Yeah, but these are always like these are always Edge Lord, Mister Tumnus, though, aren't they? Or previously they were. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right, yeah. Yeah. Edge Lord, Mister Tumnus is my new favorite way to describe Beasts of Chaos. So, um, so, uh, so I get that. So this isn't me. Sorry, this isn't me complaining, mm. and it's not me moaning. It was just that weird moment. But you know, like, like I, people in those moments of quiet, you think more, right? So as I toured home, I was like, oh, it'll be interesting to see like what the book's like, how it plays, if I can drag an army out and play it based on what I own. And then I was like, oh, they don't really look like anything else anymore so much. Yeah, I think that's a fair mm. assessment. I think it's a fair assessment picking it up, especially when you throw the slangor in, which you're like, you know, dialed up. Because like, we're yeah. very pro-whimsy on the show. So mm. um, well, I, I don't want to speak for everyone, but I think we're generally pro-whimsy. Like pretty pro, uh, and so like Slangor are good levels of whimsy, uh, and the classic Bestigor looks like an actual infantry unit, you know. Like, um, so yeah, kind of interesting. Thanks, right, Santi, for resubscribing. Uh, okay, right, let's just dive straight in, shall we? Um, yeah. And just dump. There's kind of some top line stuff that we can get through. Uh, they still do ambushing as an army, yeah. but they no longer do summoning. Um, now, uh, there's kind of like a bit of a story of the Beast of Chaos Battle Tome in that at one point it was one of the worst performing armies in the game. Then they did a White Dwarf update and they were like, why don't we give everyone a four up rally? And then everyone was like, oh, no, what have you done? And this then, was a terrible mistake. Terrible mistake. Uh, and so they had then one of the most successful win rates for a very long time. Um, having just won the largest event. In fact, actually, they are CanCon. They won CanCon, and then they won mm -hmm. LVO. So from 500 players over two events, <laughs> it was a double beta chaos first place. Mm -hmm. Like America and Canada. So they were very good. So they were very, very strong. But obviously, uh, the schedule for producing these books happens like this would have been written like over a year ago, maybe more. So uh, mm. I don't expect this to have been really written in response to that very high win rate. But instead, this is maybe how the army was always going or something like that. I and, and I think the White Dwarf updates as well are not planned anywhere near as far in advance. So they, they, those are. I think those are more their short-term band-aids because they can get them out in the production cycle a lot quicker um, than like a full army book. So I have a feeling what we saw is the White Dwarf was like a patch that was put on uh, without too much prep and planning, and then this book was always intended to come out at this time. Yeah, and the rally mechanic's kind of weird, right? Because you kind of think of uh, mm. characters coming up from the dead. So just for people who might not know, rally is uh, when you have a slain model in a unit, you roll a dice on a six-up, you return one of those slain models. But for Beast Chaos, it was a four-plus. Um, Doesn't then, everyone have a four-up now? Uh, most, yes, but some don't, and they really understand that they don't. Uh, Ogres. <laughs> yeah. Um, Gutbusters, can you imagine how sexy it would be to be rallying back like Mournfang or even just regular infantry with four wounds? Mm. But the uh, I always didn't picture it as like resurrecting them. Instead, I pictured it as like you had a unit of Bestigor that were charging forward, and then mm. you just called more Bestigor out from the forest mm. to kind of rejoin sure. the unit. Um, so I, I felt that it had some theme to it. Anyway, but they lost summoning, which is also calling units out of the forest, mm. uh, which is pretty good. And then basically the TLDR is the army got a lot more expensive points-wise. It lost summoning, so the tempo of the army is very different. Some armies... Uh, they tend to have like a very like static tempo uh, because they're able to like replenish their most armies like a standard army should drop off 
their tempo should decrease towards the end of the battle because they just don't have any stuff left. Yeah, mm. um, which is pretty interesting. Uh, but some of the armies are kind of able to maintain a pretty consistent or they're able to ramp and they're able to add more to that tempo because they can just have too much stuff. They can just keep summoning well, uh, you. Uh, the last time I played this book was at Warhammer World. Uh, so the old book, sorry, with the White Dwarf update. And I only played it at one event. Um, but like you could summon more on the board than you started with if you did it well. Mm. Like it was nuts. Yeah. Like I was like, oh, I'm getting ten best to go and ten gore return. Yeah, it, you could put a lot on the board, right? You could put a lot on the board. Anyway, so that's kind of the highlights. The war scrolls got better. The points went up. Lost summoning. Mm. Um, that's kind of the highlights. So uh, we should probably talk about uh, what they kept, right? Uh, so they've got the beast herd ambush, and effectively everything, everything can start off the board. Your whole army, if you wish. Yeah. Uh, as long as it's got the Beast of Chaos keyword. Keep it off the board. And there's even a designer's note. Battle Trait allows you to deploy all of your army, uh, units in your army as reserve units, unless noted otherwise. And then, when they mm -hmm. do come on, they have an improved version of Outflank. This is a great opportunity to use that word because it doesn't get used enough. Uh, there's a difference between yeah. Deep Strike, which is where you teleport on the board nine inches away, and Outflank, where you have to come in from a certain board edge or just from the board edge generally. And normally outflank is like six inches, for, wholly within six inches of the board edge, nine inches away from the enemy. Uh, that's how I've always described it. Um, but unfortunately, it, this is nine inches, so it's just an improved outflank. Mm. So there we go. But that's what I always say. And um, it's even more improved by the fact that you get plus one to charge if you set up on the battlefield in that turn. That's going to come in really so, relevant because most mm. of the war scrolls, their horn... <laughs> Uh, gives them an extra one. Yeah, the musician gives them an extra one. Yeah, Dan, you're right. So like, mm. like that plus two is pretty crazy. Um, so seven. Like if you think about the odds of a, a nine inch charge with a reroll is in the fifty eight. What was it? Fifty eight percent. So a seven inch charge with a reroll is like high eighties, I believe. Uh, Meaning that just below that, I think actually. But yeah, yeah it's high. It's very high, which is cool. Um, yeah. And then a lot of their stuff happens from off-board, which is kind of fun. So you can no deploy, drink, yeah. keep everything off the board, and one of the advantages of this is it means your opponent can't fucking shoot all your stuff, which is great. Mm. Yeah, or even You do charge. have to come on turn one and two, but then again, you really don't want to be holding off until turn three with stuff that's not on the board. 50% <laughs> of my army, it turn two. The rest, turn four. <laughs> yeah, it dies. Yeah. So if you, don't bring it on, if you don't bring it on turn three, it's just yeah, dead. Yeah, I know. They've got well, lost. It used to all have to come on turn one unless you took the sub... Mm. Uh, the sub blue, faction. the dark ones, dark walkers. And if you took dark walkers, it could come on turn two. But you could only... Uh, you could only... What do we call it? Outflank with the little units, not the big units. Yes. But now it's anything. So, which is okay. pretty cool. Uh, and like it's been said in the chat, also being able to uh, come on nine inches from the board edge also means you're very likely to be able to land on objectives. Yep. Um, which is really good. So, there's some really, there's some really, really fun stuff there. All right. So, the next bit. Um, so, a null deploy is, is pretty useful in the right situations. Just keeping your valuable stuff off the board so your opponent can't just fucking body it with arrows. Uh, seems like a real sp uh, positive uh, bit there. Um, so, I already think big win on that beast of ambush and the next one is crazy i actually think mm. that this is really good dan i don't know about you um, i i 
I like it. I love the cost benefit of it. I think it's awesome. And it also forces your opponent to think about your heroic actions, both yeah. on and off the board, which we'll get to in a second. Yeah, especially uh, as in, because in this uh, battle pack, so while you're playing in Galette, you can obviously do, if you go second, you could do two heroic actions, right? So it kind of doubles out. Mm. Uh, by the way, uh, Dan, people have mathed it for you. Uh, a 7 inch charge with a reroll is an 82% chance. So Oof. you nailed it there. Yeah. So very consistent, yeah. right? That's a very consistent yeah. charge. You can, and if you're bringing on an entire army, you can rely, it's like, yeah, uh, 50, I see there, 58% for a seven inch charge without a reroll. So if you're bringing on an, a whole army, you can bet that more than half your units will make it without a reroll. And anything that, like, if you've got that one unit that you need to get in, they're probably going to make it as long as they've got a reroll. Yeah. Uh, so next yeah. up is the Rituals of Ruin. Right? Mm. Uh, the special heroic actions can be done with each hero already. Uh, yes, thank you. So you've got Rituals of Ruin. In your hero phase, you can carry out one heroic action from the table below. So they've got a bunch of their unique heroic actions. Okay. Um, Four of them. A, yeah, with a friendly piece of chaos hero that's on the battlefield, in addition to other heroic actions. So I can do heal, or I can try and get a CP, right? Or I can do best day ever, right? And then, if I want to do one of these heroic actions, then I can take D3 mortal wounds or do D3 mortal wounds to a beast of chaos unit within three inches. So if I've got a couple of gore nearby, I can just be like, you guys suffer the penalty for this, and you take D3 mortal wounds. So there's the ability to do two heroic actions, which is pretty cool. And then, as if it's not any better, in addition, in your hero phase, you can carry out one of the heroic actions from the table with one friendly beast of chaos hero that's in reserve, Right, and oh. if you do so before resolving the effect of the heroic action, you must allocate D3 water wounds to the unit. Right, and then if you're going to choose, like you know, a point on the battlefield, you basically declare a board edge. You say they're on this mm -hmm. board edge. That's where they are, and then I'm going to measure from the board edge. But you take D3 water wounds, so you can do a heroic action while off board. Which is you can do four heroic actions while off the board. Uh, yes, uh, thank you. Yes, Dan. If you did have four characters off board, mm. you could do each one of these heroic actions off board and take these three more wounds, which is just wild fun, right? Uh, no, isn't it? Uh, oh, no, one, one, sorry. That's in reserve. One, yeah. one yeah, a turn, one. yeah. Wait, in addition, yeah. in your hero phase, you can carry out one of the heroic actions table below with one friendly piece of chaos hero that's in reserve. Yeah, yeah. it's just one. Just one. Just one. Just one, right? But what but they you... are are great. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. The, there's one in particular that I think you're going to see done from board edges constantly, uh, which we'll get to in a second, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what do you think about... Uh, we'll talk about them, then we'll say. So I'll, I'll blast through them, and then you can tell me which ones you like, okay? Um, you've got Warping Curse, which is picking enemy unit within 12 inches of the Beast of Chaos hero, carrying out this horror action. You take D6 mortal wounds. So you don't roll a dice. It doesn't require a CP. So if I just have a dude off board, I can just be like, D6 more wounds, which is pretty nice. It's just a cockatrice yeah. that always hits. Uh, yes. Uh, so if you're off board uh, and uh, they're on the table, can you do heroic leadership and one of these at the same time? Yes. Um, no, you do this in addition. Yeah. Uh, it's right? So it says you can carry out one of the heroic actions from the table below with each friendly beast of chaos hero, blah, blah, blah. Um, in addition to any other heroic actions you can carry out with those heroes. Yeah, so super super good, right? Um, yeah, and there's a way to add six inches to this range as well, right? Um, uh, yeah, so yeah, there is a way to there is a way to make it uh, additional six inches. 
So adding additional six inches, so it's 18 inches. So already I'm like, cool, I've got a character, turn one. There's just a dickhead goat who's off board who's like mm-hmm. 12 inches from the board people. edge. D6 yeah. more <laughs> Yeah, that you can't stop. Like, 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 no interaction, which is a conversation worth having, I think, maybe in a couple of shows in the future. But initially, wicked. Very There's, strong. I mean, it also, what it's going to be great for is, like, say you're in combat and you just, it's the start of your turn and you're trapped in combat command to kill off the the one or two models that are still stuck in combat with you and then move and charge yeah really good well yeah i mean it's great at sniping little support pieces as well mm. as quick bosses or wizards and people like that it, like legitimately legitimately terrifying True. legitimately terrifying on the first turn um so you're paying well it's even funnier right because they don't even have to like so normally you'd screen a hero out from coming behind you mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But he's just behind you anyway, because he's everywhere. He's on every board edge. Is it oh, yeah. in the woods? <laughs> yeah. He's so also. Let's remember this is an edition where they're like, yes, small foot heroes are the most important. Here are a bunch of rules, so you can't target them with shooting. But let's also just give this dude a way to kill them from the board edge with no way to defend against it. Yeah, yeah, and, and because there is literally no way to defend against it. Next one. Well, like- I mean, uh, they have to be visible, so you need to have sports platters in your hobby. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah, that's because we that's are all obviously the counter. Yeah, yeah thank of you, course. Yeah. Apologise. Yeah, uh, and yet, of course, you can extend that to eighteen inches if you want to. Um, uh, but we'll talk about that a bit. Next one, blood torn. I actually think, weirdly, I even prefer this even more. Um, this is the one I think you'll see everywhere. Okay, perfect. Yep. I'm glad we're on the same page. So you pick a unit within twelve inches, so twelve inches of the board edge, not wholly within either um, of the beast of chaos hero carrying out this heroic action. Uh, that is more than three inches from one enemy unit. So basically, it can't be engaged in combat. An enemy unit that can't be in- that isn't engaged in combat. No, uh, friendly units from friendly units, not enemy. From, yeah, so friendly units are your units, yeah. Dan. Oh right, yeah, gotcha. Yeah. yeah, so it's an enemy unit that's yeah. not engaged with your friendly units. Yeah, right. Yeah, sorry, I get it. Yep. Um, and then uh, your opponent must take make a two d six inch move with that unit. Um, all the models in that unit must finish that move close as possible to the Beast of Chaos hero carrying out this heroic action more than three inches from all other units in your army, right? This is mm-hmm. just outrageous. So you can Brad. just pull a unit immediately away out as a screen. Like, just this is just insane stuff, yeah. in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Well, think about how often in an army there's a linchpin unit that's anchoring their battle line, or more importantly, and this is where I think you're going to see it the most, Not nothing. To, you don't have anything deployed on the board. Your opponent moves forward to capture something, and what do they always do? They leave a unit at the back holding their objectives. Suddenly, you pull that unit off of that objective and you bring on your units around them nine inches away and nine from the board edge. So you can effectively pull them from zoning you out from bringing your models on using the the outflank yeah yeah it's it's amazing like this is going to absolutely fuck people in my opinion like uh techless castles do you want to pull that bad boy straight out like that's pretty fun i love that like moving the screens <laughs> out of the way yeah yeah uh, pulling the screen this is for me i know that it sounds like d6 mortal wounds is really strong but this one feels like if i could open up ye- the enemy army mm to an immediate charge that will just decimate their more fragile units. This is just the the big... Like, this is, in my opinion, like an auto-win ability. 
Um, mm. Like because you could just like open your enemy up, and they're like, "I wasn't expecting that." I, I like I lose, basically. Um, yeah. Right. So like it's just pretty crazy. Uh, and then the other one is Brand of Wild Fury. Pick up friendly Beast Chaos Hero. Hold him in twelve. Um, and then until the end of the friend, uh, end of the turn, Beast Chaos Heroes. Beast of Chaos units have a ward save of six inches while are wholly within 12 inches of the hero you picked. So I assume wholly within 12 inches of the board edge. So turn one, I could say board edge in my deployment, everything wholly within 12 mm. inches of this has got a six up ward, which is kind of nice. Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. yeah. Um, not as good as pulling, a, pulling the screens out of the front of a hero they're trying to keep alive. But remember, you don't have to do these off the board. Like you, these can be done from on the board as well. Yes. Like, yeah, the Blood Taunt later on in the game, like, he's still always going to be a viable option, right? Uh, which is pretty good. Um, and Think about Mega Gargants that want to just get on an objective and sit there and not move, and then you basically Scorpion get over them, get over here, them off the objective. Like, it's you're going to, to cause all kinds of problems. Yeah, because there's not a limit on who that happens to, right? So you could nope. just pull a Mega Gargant. Yeah, yeah. yeah there's yeah. no limit on it. Yeah, it's correct. The only problem is the range is 12 inches, and you could, if you roll, if they roll a, a, a nine, you pull them, I guess, into combat with the hero that just did it. Pull, you can't pull them the, into combat. Yeah, it's just, has three three it says, say it says more than three inches from all other units in your army. Yeah, so doesn't that mean that you can no, pull them into combat using the ability? <laughs> Oh, you could do <laughs> shit. <laughs> yeah, so you can. So there is a small risk to it, where if but if your character's off the board, you don't care. Yeah. But if the the character's on the board and you're like Mega Gargant, let's pull you off the objective. He rolls a nine. You're like, fuck, 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 fuck. However, that he was a worthy your, sacrifice. But, no, but the thing is, this is done in your hero phase, right? Yeah, in your uh, movement you phase, retreat. you just retreat. Yeah, yeah. Oh wow. Okay. All right. Anyway, um, so. Okay, that's very good. Um, the six up ward, I think, will be not as important. And then alphabet, in, alpha, alpha beast. In alpha, that's how alphabet. I read it as well. Yeah. I read alphabet. <laughs> um, alphabet. You pick up friendly beast chaos unit wholly within twelve inches of the hero, and do not take battle shot test for them uh, until uh, for that unit this turn. And that's actually pretty useful. There's a lot of stuff in the meta right now, which means you can't use inspiring mm. presence. Um, Obviously, everyone is taking Horogast to try and spook some squigs right now. Mm -hmm. So um, this is a nice little tack against that. And again, you're not paying any resources for this. This is just four, mm. in my opinion, with maybe the six-up war being the least valuable, but four additionally useful heroic actions which don't require CP, which is kind of mm. like in line with what we're seeing from the Gits book where they've got some heroic actions which also are a free resource of a very valuable like kind of like punch in the art like something that is really uplifting the value of the army is this mm. free resource action uh, and I find yeah. that quite interesting right now and they yes you've got a like yes it causes D3 mortal wounds however anything on the board is passing those wounds onto Ungor or something shitty the only risk is off the board but you're still probably on average going to get three like you'll get two turns of them before the character shows up anyway fantastic stuff right Dan fantastic Nathan yeah, oh, what yeah, are you it's thinking great. Uh, yeah yeah that, there's some super useful things there that's, that's the first time I'm seeing these things and I'm yeah, that blood taunt is a nightmare to deal with. Like, that yeah. just exists in the game now. That fucking, yeah. that has wrecked loads of army builds, in my opinion. Yeah. But the problem is, like, whether or not the, the Beast of Chaos army can put enough units on the board to then actually threaten the opponent. 
is kind of the follow-up. Mm. Yeah. Um, it's nice mechanic. Not sure if they've used it on the right factions theme-wise. More reinforcement seems appropriate. Uh, yeah, it's kind of interesting. I like the idea. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. It's odd. Again, Zinch just like, I'm going to do D6 Mortal Wounds at 18 inches. None of these shenanigans. Or when we get into the spell lore, they've got great spells. Like, real value mm. in this army, in my opinion. <laughs> And all that's casting is a great Brayshen. <laughs> yeah. He's yeah. a great chance. Oh, no. Someone with a wizard hat? <laughs> yeah, maybe. You put a hat on? Wizard yeah, no one should cape, use bro. a wizard hat. Um, sorry, Desert Sketch just adds, asks him just to confirm, like saying, can you do all four if heroes are on the board? Yes. So no, you, you can you do... You can only do one heroic action done. No, no, these are in addition. They're no. not instead of, you know, like there's some that say if you can do a heroic action, like in books, it says you can do them instead of other heroic actions. These say uh, you can bet this is on the battlefield in addition to any other heroic actions you can carry out with those heroes. Oh, in I, addition see, I to. see how you're reading it. Yeah, okay. I feel like that is clarifying, but I understand. I think it will, but other books do specifically say instead of. Like, a lot of them specify you can do this heroic action instead of the ones you have access to. This is saying in addition. So I think you can do these, all four of these. So you could have one character off the board to do your one off the board, three on the board, and do all four. Yeah, yeah, I understand. Because you're using a line from the first paragraph to carry on to the other paragraphs. Okay. All right. Mm. Interesting. We'll see how that gets FAQ'd. That's fun. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, it says each hero. Yes, I agree, Jackie. Chat, I agree. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Nice feedback. Okay, uh, mm. so next bit, um, let's talk about the enhancements. So these are the command traits uh, that, you've, yeah. that we've got going on here. Uh, so there's some pretty good ones. Um, you've got Beast Steel Cunning. After deployment, pick a friendly Beast Chaos Reserve unit. You can set it up seven inches away. So now you've got a five-up re-rollable charge uh, from a unit. Pretty good. Uh, next one, you've got mm. Propagator of Ruin. So uh, P-O-R. Um, then if you choose uh, one of the heroic actions for the Rituals of Ruin um, uh, battle trait, you can carry out a second different heroic action for the Rituals of Ruin battle trait with this general in that phase, and you do not have to allocate mortal wounds to this general before resolving the effect. Oh. So you can ignore that, which is pretty fun. We love that. Um, and then you've got Skullfrey Gorehorn. While this general is within three inches of enemy units, add one to the attack character skill of the melee weapons used by friendly Beast of Chaos Brayhard units uh, mm. within 12 inches of this general. That's actually pretty good because plus one attack on some of those weapons, especially things like Bulgore, is Oh, no, they're Brayhard. Mm. Brayhard so no, never mind. Mm. On Bestigore. Plus one attack on Bestigore, though. Pretty decent. That's all right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then you've got Twist... Yeah, you got Twist for a Curse Beast. Add a number to the current battle round to the casting rolls for this general. I quite like that. That's quite cute, but obviously won't never be taken. And you got no. Rot Frey Plague Belt at the start of each. It doesn't even worth reading. And then just. <laughs> <laughs> when, when you've got a commander there that's like, you take D6 mortal wounds, why the fuck would you take something that you, where it's like, you've got to be in combat and you have to roll a dice and then it's only D3? Yeah. Uh, and then you've got uh, the Slake Freya Reveler. If the general's on the battlefield at the start of the movement phase, add three inches to move characteristics of friendly Beast of Chaos units that start on normal move within six inches. And that one, I think, is actually pretty legit. Mm. Plus of a three terrain inches. feature. Yeah. yeah. Of a terrain feature. Until the end of that phase. So that's and everybody. not wholly. Huh? Not wholly within That'll either. That'll be just everybody on the board, virtually. Yes, it will be. Well, Beast of Chaos that's... units, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's you just great. keep one model within six inches of terrain at all times for all units, and you are laughing. 
Um, however, uh, bestial cunning's not bad. I love that it's after deployment, so it's not you're not locked into a unit. You don't choose a unit for it until after you've seen everything. So you can be like, I really need this unit to get in turn one or whatever you want it to be. Um, uh, and it's and also, also yeah. uh, is it, it when you set up the unit on the movement phase, you can set up anyone on the battlefield more than seven inches. So it's a deep strike, not yeah. an outflank. Yes. And then, yeah. and then also, because you do it at the end of your movement phase, if you wanted to, you could use the heroic action, pull a screen away, <laughs> be seven inches mm -hmm. away, right? And be like, yeah. I'm here to fuck boys. Like, FYI. Yeah. So and if you got, so if you got both in, you could pull something away, do D6 mortal wounds, and then drop. Yeah. Then a drop, then drop a, yeah. a unit that's a seven, seven inches away with a plus two to charge, mm. plus one from just dropping. Uh, actually, no, you wouldn't get the plus one. Because uh, they haven't outflanked. Because they haven't done the outflank, or maybe you would. I don't know if it matters at that point. Also, I'll be interested to see when we get to the War Scrolls if they're still as good at like running and charging and stuff. I think you do get it because it says reserve unit and all, effectively all this is is giving them re the ways they do it. Yeah, good point. Good it point. just says it just, when they're the, set up on, on the battlefield. So, I mean, mm. it would be if you teleported them. Say you took oh, a bridge, nice. so they yeah. get plus one from that. The rule well. just says add one to uh, charge rolls for friendly beasts of chaos units that are set up on the battlefield yeah. in the same turn. There's so, nothing yeah. about it. Yeah. Oh, I've been so, sat yeah. on that bridge for so long, Nathan, and we're going to have to build it. There you go. <laughs> uh, but how I've, about this? I built it and sprayed it. But how I'm about this? Doomball, magic book, in the boat, moves him, sets up. He's like nine inches away, but with... <laughs> oh, no, he can move after. Yeah. Right? Yeah. He moves after, right? You've drawn a unit out. Imagine yeah. the imagine the doom. There's like a, just like a, a sentinel stood there, right? And all he's seen is the wardens move away from him, and then he's seen a fucking giant bull in a boat wandering towards him like the god of death. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> who gets out of the boat and is just like, yeah, cheers for that, Steve. Then comes a bit closer. <laughs> uh, right. Uh, right. Okay. So that's the uh, those are the um, uh, command traits. Yeah, artifacts. So these are beasts of chaos heroes only, by the way. Um, uh, so then the uh, the Slitherack helm. So these are artifacts. As the mirror makes a charge move uh, you, on a two plus, the strike last effect applies to the unit until the end of the turn. So within an inch. I think this is actually legit. Mm. I yeah, think this is legit. Re well, remember what how uh, Slanesh used to kick face and it was because they were putting strike last on everybody that's on a, a real plus. good uh, yeah. Yeah. there you yep. go yeah. I think it's only actually... one enemy unit but usually that's all you need like if you like usually there's only one unit you really if you're choosing who to to one two with there's usually one you're worried about yeah I mean it's especially good on like large targets right like an Archeon mm. you know you charge mm. them in strike last on Archeon and then everything in your army can go before like you fight it right mm. Right. Yeah. Um, so, I think that will see a lot of play. Uh, you got the Bray Blast trumpet. Once per battle, at the end of your movement phase, you can say the bearer will sound the Bray Blast trumpet, and basically on a two up, you can summon some gore, and on a one, they come on the next turn. So you'll never take that. No trumpets in this army. Uh, the knowing apart heart. from Go on. all the uh, oh no, they all have drums. Carry on. <laughs> Isn't there a couple of Bray horns? Oh yeah, there is. Yeah, the best the best to go have a horn. Yeah. Um, uh, and then you've got the Bray, uh, sorry, the Knowing Eye. 
Uh, if you take the first turn of the current battle round, after players have received their starting command points, you receive one command point that can only be spent during that turn to allow the bearer to issue a command. And if the second turn of the current battle round, your hero can make a six-inch move after receiving a command point, which is kind of like, okay, maybe do it on <laughs> a wizard um, so that you get like a little pre-game move with the wizard so mm -hmm. to cast a spell closer to the enemy. I don't think... Uh, you'll never see it. You You've think? got so... You've got so much versatility in, in heroic actions. I don't think, looking at the other options here, I don't think the knowing eye is going to see it. Okay, fair enough. Uh, then you've got the Axe of Morgor, which is pick one of the bearer's melee weapons. Ward rolls cannot be made for wounds caused by attack made by that weapon. Pretty hot. That you'll see. That's yeah. for sure. You can yeah. make your own version of what's-his-face with no pants. Who? A slanesh dude that doesn't got any pants on. Oh, uh, Sigvald. Yeah. <laughs> he has pants on. <laughs> he's got assless uh, chaps on. Yeah, he's got no pants on. Again, all, he, all chaps are assless. Balls are dangling out. Because <laughs> all, all assless chaps are just trousers. Okay, fair. Keep going. <laughs> okay. Uh, go on, Nate. What were you going to say? Yeah, so you can make your own version of that, lad. Yeah, yeah, you could. You could. Sure. Um, uh, yeah, you could. No ward saves for you. Um, I think some of the... Uh, and then you've got, <laughs> you got the bleating Gnarl staff. At the end of the movement phase, you can pick one objective or terrain feature within six inches of the bearer and roll a dice on a two plus. Each unit within six inches of that objective suffers D3 mortal wounds. This ability has no effect on BC Chaos units. This is actually, in my personal opinion, pretty legit if you combo mm. it, obviously, with the realm spell that currently exists at the minute, plus also maybe the yeah. heroic action for just a lot of mortal wounds in an area where someone's like, yeah. bro, this is rubbish. I hate this. When I, when I saw... Them onto an objective, guy. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, when I saw this, I was like, I don't know if, compared to the others, if this is that good. And then when I did that, and I was like, holy shit, you can basically go onto an objective and then just basically play a dubstep ground party that goes like, blah, 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 until everything else is killed off it. And also, it's not, it's not, um, uh, like, once per battle. Mm. So yeah. it's just at the end of your each movement phase. Yeah, so it's you, pretty pretty short range, though, isn't it? Six inches. Six inches. Yeah, uh, so you have to terrain be feature as well. Yeah, oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, objective or terrain feature, and remember how big a terrain feature is, and then it's within six inches of that objective or terrain feature, meaning that you've got the size of the terrain feature plus wholly within uh, plus within six. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, it's yeah. a massive bubble. Yeah, yeah. I like good. I like this personally, but there we go. Uh, and then you've got the Blacking Talisman of Chaos. Each time the bearer is affected by spell or prayer, four plus ignore the effects or the spell or whatever. Like, it's fine. Like, I think you're going to see the blow stuff up thing, the bleating gnarl staff. I think you might see some stuff done with the knowing eye, some cheeky little plays, which I think is fun. And I think strike last on uh, on a unit is hot stuff. The Slitherrack mm. Helm. I think that's very mm -hmm. good. Very good. Uh, yeah. Right, then on to spell law, and it's just all wins again, in my opinion. All wins. Uh, you got Thunderscorn Wizard, so this is just your Dragon Ogre Shagoth. Again, uh, well, I don't know if I've even said this before. Possibly one of the ugliest models in all of Warhammer. <laughs> when you look at, when you see how beautiful, 
like like the regular infantry ones that they released. Like this is back in Warhammer Fantasy they released. They actually look really good. And then you see the one that's meant to be their heroic leader who is at the same time like looks smaller than them and is meant to be better than them and is kind of minging. Like it's just, yeah, not great. However, he gets to cast some cool spells. Very cool spells, in my personal opinion. Right, so the lore of the Dark Storms. So like Hellstorm, which is a great spell. It's a range of 21 inches and casts on a six. Half the move characteristic of that unit, half run and charge rolls for a unit, which Oof. is amazing. Halving yeah. the charge rolls is just such an effective way. So Hellstorm's incredible. 21 inch range as well is incredible, in my opinion. Uh, Nathan, what do you think about that one? Yeah, that's a harsh one. Uh... There's a lot of armies. I'm not going to like that spell being cast at them. Nope. 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 Uh, cast on a six as well. He is he just a one cast wizard? Yeah, baby. No. Yeah, no buffs to casting. I got. I got to say right now, like I'm absolutely just loving this book. Like as we where, as where we are at the minute. Um. Mm. Uh. So like, like I I legit think it's like fun, right? So yeah, far. yeah. These are all great. James, is it tempting you so far? Yeah, it's pretty good. I, I don't own a hideous, hideous shag off because yeah. so ugly. It's okay. I can 3D print you a much prettier one. <laughs> okay. Pretty one. Um, much but, prettier. Uh, but they were always pretty good, I think. Because they, they were the only, in the old book, when I played this, it was the only hero with like more, with double digit wounds. Yeah. Yeah. Ten. <laughs> yeah, but, but more than the like five five up save a beast lord had. Yeah, I agree. Um, then you got Fulgurus Blades, and I think this is actually insane. Uh, it's a spell that's casting value six and range of eighteen. If successfully cast, pick one friendly beast chaos unit wholly within range, invisible to the caster, until next hero phase, subtract one from attacks characteristics of melee units that target that unit. So nice. that's awesome. Super strong, yeah. Really, really a, oh, yeah, to a minimum of one. Yeah, to a minimum of one. I was going to say, imagine just being like, enjoy your one uh, no attack. <laughs> yeah. Thunderwave yeah, no, is no, just no. A, like an AOE damage spell, which is kind of okay. Maybe you'll see like an AOE like build with the, the item we talked about before, the realm spell, some other stuff. But it's I only doubt... range three, though, isn't it? So <laughs> yes, it is. So I'm yeah. skipping it if that's all right. Yeah. <laughs> and then you've got Furious Gale, which is cast on six and range of 18 until your next hero phase. Subtract one from the attack characteristic of missile weapons used by enemy units that are within range of the caster. And this is crazy good. So you basically could put a Shagoth in a boat, let's say, so the bringy dinghy, yeah. um, cast a spell, like get someone else to do the bringy dinghy, move it forward, and then the enemy army's just got minus one to its, its shooting attacks, like yeah. to the number of attacks. So halving how much shooting. It's wicked, right? Yeah, yeah. Right? Like really good. And again, situationally important, but I think great. Mm, yeah. Um, didn't the ogre cannon just get two cannonballs? <laughs> yeah, you'll probably it'll probably just get shot off the board. But like, oh no, it'll only get but one cannonball. Still. It'll get yeah. one cannonball. Yeah, right. Um, uh, like, and then uh, and then you got raging just storm. Use the other shot, when it the fucking uh, machine gun shot. Say that again, Nath. It'll just use the other shot, that machine gun shot that it does, whatever that is. Loads of shots. Oh yeah, when it does the grape shot. Yeah. Don't ruin my fun, Nath. 
I mean, minus one still. I like Furious Gale. I think it's really good. But what's yeah. important here is, other than the Thunder Wave, each one of those, you see a case use for it. Yeah. That's awesome. And they've got Raging Storm, uh, cast on at eight. If successfully cast, you can heal one wound allocated to each friendly Thunderscorn unit on the battlefield. In addition, each enemy unit on the battlefield suffers a mortal wound, which is kind of okay, but if cast on at eight, I'm not really that interested. To be I honest. think, like, it's interesting though, isn't it? Because it's whole battlefield. Yeah. Yes. Like, because you can't spread out wounds, it's not so good. Like, if you had Thunderscorn units and you could, like, wound all of them and then heal all of them, it'd be hilarious. Yeah. Um, but a whole battlefield's pretty fun. It's very good. Uh, right, so that's all the ones from the Shagoth. I think great utility out of those, in my personal opinion. Just going to put that out there. Yes. I mean, you probably, how many Shagoths would you probably have in an army? Just the one? Not a lot, because they're very expensive. Yeah. So, probably. So, like... which one would you choose? That would be. <laughs> I, I have Storm all day. That's the best. Yeah, that's the most I think that's one. the most, yeah, useful one. Yeah. I think what's going to happen in our, in our conversation today, like, is that what I personally think about the book is, is that the book is really good and got loads of utility and has got a lot of play, but just. Yeah the points are expensive which is which is much better than uh everything being cheap but being useless which is what you know you used to have with some armies right so like i think sure i think there's going to be a really fair conversation from a lot of players that they feel like their points have gone way too high on their models i think that's super fair but if you actually look You've got a load of real good utility out of the army. So if the points do come down on the army, the army's just going to get better as opposed to just yeah. cheaper, which is the worst version of, of an army, which is what Sinesh is. Sinesh is an unfunctional book with very expensive points. And they just kept dropping the points. You're like, well, your book isn't getting any better because it still doesn't function really well. So you end up in that kind of that position. Um so anyway, well, and then you'll see even more when you get to the Law of the Wild because this is wicked. So you've got Vile Tide, which is cast on six and a range of twelve inches. Pick an enemy unit with a range of visible to the caster. The unit suffers D three mortal wounds. It cannot receive commands until the end of the turn. No battle shark. Can't respire. No inspiring presence. Like there's loads of good stuff there from that. Vicious Strangle Thorns is a five in a range of eighteen. If successfully cast, pick one enemy unit with a range of visible to the caster. That enemy unit cannot make piling moves until the next hero phase. Also really useful. Nice. Yeah. Primal Dominance is um, uh, you pick a monster and it counts as one for holding an, an objective. So if Gargants ever accidentally get good again, you just auto-win <laughs> with Beta Chaos. Right? Yeah. yeah. So that's good. Uh, Tendrils of Atrophy is, in my opinion, pretty wild. That's Cast an old spell. Yeah, and it's Castle of Seven. It does something new now, James. You're going to really like this. It's Castle of Seven and a range of 12 inches. And if successfully cast, pick one enemy unit within range and visible to the caster. Add one to the damage inflicted by each successful attack with a melee weapon that targets that unit until the next hero phase. Gross. Wicked. Mm. Absolutely yeah. wicked. Um, so, like, that, that's because that's like so imagine like someone's like ha, 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 I have Archeon you're like cool I've got a dickhead beast lord you strike last on a two plus and everything is plus one damage 
right? Let's go. Mm. Like, have know, a nice day. There's, there's this spell. You see it occasionally, and there's two different versions of it. One version is target your unit, and every model in that unit gets plus one damage or whatnot. And then there's the other version, which is target an enemy unit, and everyone gets plus one damage against them. And I prefer this version. Because the your unit, like when you target your unit, it lends itself to being bigger one alpha strike unit, like a big unit of chaos chosen or knights or something. Yeah. Uh, whereas this is like you get to pick out that very key piece that is going to be hard to kill and just push it off the to- table in one turn. It's also it's also like, like it's short range, super fair. Mm. Like seeing the yeah. hero face, super fair, right? Like although portals does exist, so we can always talk about that, which I think is super fun. Um, but like you know, it makes gore be damaged too. Like, like, like what? Well, they could it already also, be damaged here. But remember, we're also in an addition where you can use your Galician champ, your Galician vet, Galician champion, whatever it is, uh, your galley vet to then activate and fight in the hero phase, and then activate his bodyguard and fight in the hero phase as well. So you could potentially get like two extra activations on top of your combat phase against the unit that has tendrils of atrophy on it. Yeah. It's legit, in my opinion. Like, mm. it's legit, right? Um, uh, but yeah, so the so yes, there's some ordering oh, yeah, in right. the hero phase. Thanks. Sorry, there's uh, ordering there. I'm a, I'm an idiot. Yep, never mind. <laughs> You're not an idiot. No, it's just... Uh, there's, I that, got excited. The, the new stuff, I was doing the stat center today, and like, and it feels like, this is just a feeling, feels like the game over the next, like, six months or so is going to be like, You're a one-drop! Yeah, no fucking around. Or you're like doing wildly intricate stuff with like you've mm. got a Galician veterans um, uh, battalion because you want the extra range. You've got a Galician champion unit because you're going to try and do like a fun combo like you just talked about, Dan. Mm. Like with like all of that. So there's there's a lot of that, and I think this army feels less like a one drop and more like I want to do a bunch of stuff. Mm. Um, but we'll yeah. see. Um, and this army won't worry about not being a one drop because they can just drop everything off the table turn one and then be like, go, have a great turn one. Yeah, yeah. Like, so you can probably use a lot of utility here. Like, um, like so I, I, that's kind of how I'm feeling. I looked at, looking at some of the lists that I read through today. Uh, then you've got Wild Rampage, um, which is cast on seven, range 12. Pick a friendly beast cast unit holding the range of visible to caster. To next hero phase, the unmodified hit roll for an attack made by a melee weapon that is a six scores two hits so you can get real real tasty a big unit of bulgore get plus one mm-hmm. damage on the enemy unit pl- exploding sixes although bulgores are a bad example because they actually don't have a lot of attacks but that's a side note probably you want something like zangor because they go to zangor damage two you'll end up with yep. like just a unit of 10 zangors 50 attacks so you'll have like quite a lot of explodes and they're all damaged too which is pretty but, great or even things with um things on discs too because then you're getting the plus one damage for their attack and the disc attack yeah yeah like uh yes it's all attacks all melee weapons uh until oh. hold on i don't damage if it by each successful attack maybe a melee weapon that targets yeah doesn't say mm. dis- ex- excluding man- mm. mounts, yeah. right? Mm. Yep. Uh, so is a disc a mount though? So enlightened, basically, you're enlightened a uh, uh, big stocks as well. Yeah, enlightened are really good, uh, as you've been pointing out. As Jacob is saying in the chat, I know he's a huge fan of it. Yeah, Slangor are going to be very good as well. Um, I agree with Jeremy's assessment. This is the first book in a while where everything in it can be significantly scary in the later game turns. Problem is staying mm. alive till then, uh, which is also oh. true as well. Um, but like you know, if you're looking through a spell law, we've had a lot of spell laws that are very trash, 
And mm. this is just like a legit like, okay, I can see why I would do that. I can see why I could do that. Um, and then you've got Titanic Fury. Uh, is a spell that has cast value six. Pick a friendly beast of chaos monster within range, which is 12 inches, until your next hero phase, add one to the attack characters of that monster's melee weapons. So kind of okay. Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah. I don't... I, I having had a brief look through the book, um, realistically, what, it's your Gorgon, and I don't think you're going to... Don't ruin the Gorgon. I'm, I'm <laughs> not... I'm not ruining don't it. Don't ruin I'm, it. I, I actually got there yet. I actually I've don't. No, no, no. Hear me out. I don't mind the Gorgon. I'm just saying, with such banger spells in other areas, I don't think you're going to waste a spell on making one Gorgon better by one attack to each profile. Well, we'll see. That's how what everyone feels in the chat. Um, okay. Right. Okay. Uh, so combo that on the chimera. Like, look, the chat. There's some. There's some real furry boys in the chat. So uh, I don't shout. want people talking about the chimera either. Uh, why? <laughs> because the Games Workshop one, the official one, is hideous. So unless you got a third party one, don't bring the chimera here. No conversation about mean? the chimera you, for you. You don't yeah, like the old it's school chimera from like ancient world that was. Yeah, uh, yeah, it's the same model. It's bad. Yeah. I wanted one in my old list to summon for lols, and I looked at it and was like, I am not paying money for that. <laughs> right, let's talk about the Fraction Terrain piece, because you get this for free, right? <gasps> best yeah. Terrain piece they've ever made for Faction? It is the best Terrain piece they've made for any Faction, I would say. I would say the Loon Shrine is also very excellent, because it literally has a little dank hold that you can go in. Um, and I've always wanted people, I've wanted someone to base theirs and put like, um, just like a sponge or something in there. And then they like moisten it. And then like, when they start the game, they go, oh, before we start, can you just, uh, can you just put your finger in my dank hold? And like, someone puts their finger in, it's just a bit moist. But no one's done that yet. Cowards is what I say to you. Cowards. Um, but this is a good one because it cooks little baby goats, which is fun. And mine lights up. Yours does light up. I think a lot of people's lights up. I think it's a thing. People like it. should be. Yeah. <laughs> you can have a goat barbecue. You should make it light up. Right. So there's there's a conversation about setting it up, but that doesn't really matter. Uh, it's impassable. And then what does it do? From the start of the second battle round, improve the rank characteristic of melee weapons used by friendly beasts of chaos on the battlefield by one. And from the start of the fourth battle round, improve the rank characteristic of melee weapons used by friendly beasts of chaos by two. Okay. So... Everything we're about to read when we talk about War Scrolls is going to be plus one rent straight away. Oh, or from turn two. Okay, but from turn four, they're going to be plus two rent. So that's the thing I know to remember. They, I know they lost summoning, but I actually, and I know that there'll be a discussion around it, I think the Herdstone got significantly more usable. Because as long as you stop your opponent from smashing it down, you just get like plus one rend army-wide. Why? Because... It's like a it's very it's, it's, it's a very effective one compared to some of the others that exist in the game. Like, but even pretty, even remember good. the old one; it, it had a range that expanded. Now it's just the board. You're like, okay, cool. You don't uh, you don't it, need to think. It got plus rend in the White Dwarf update, yeah, though, right? The White Dwarf was it, it, was yeah. the rend was from yeah, the and it also and yeah. also it also used to be near it to get summoning. So mm. instead, like, you don't no longer have to babysit it. You're not having yeah. to stop your opponent trying to run at it. Instead, as everyone in the ch chat is saying, spang it in a corner. Just put it in a corner. Yeah, and just be like, that's there. Mm. Go near it if you want to go near it. Like, but Yeah, don't. but if you go, if you do smash it, then you turn the rend off. So they do mm. still have to True. protect it. Yeah. yeah. 
Um, so uh, yeah, there's been a, there's been a change as well. It used to be turns one and three, now it's turns two and four. So like, mm. there's a there's a little bit of a change yeah. maybe in tempo of the army because turn one, it's not like that means it's less likely to be an alpha list. But yeah, anyway. yeah. Yeah, um, but turn one, you're just not on their board. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Well, you do you're have just to having a nice tactics. time in the wood. You do have to, yeah. some, but you can give up like I don't know, like one shaman. Popping on an objective, do what is the battle tactic that requires a Galician champion to be on an objective wholly outside your territory? Because that's the turn one. Mm. The super cunning yeah. one. Yeah, the super cunning one. Yeah. That's so the turn, turn one. So turn one, all you do is you'll command, if they've got something on the spot, you'll command, pull them off of the thing and then pop your bloke on it. That'll yeah. be it. Yeah, cunning maneuver. Thank you. Uh, yeah, it's cunning maneuver. So you can do that a lot. Right, okay, let's talk about the great phrase. Bestial might. Uh, at the mm. end of the battleshot phase, you can return D3 plus three slain models to each friendly all herd, gore herd, all herd ungors, and all herd ungor raiders on the battlefield. D3 plus three. Nice. James yep. is going to love that because James <laughs> James now is going, how many of those can I put on the board and return D3s? Uh, I think at one point I wrote a list that was, I think I, I, think I have 90 or 100 best of gore. Okay. And I think the same in Gore. <laughs> yeah. Cool. So you're going to be happy. Okay. But at this least is a it's. Go on, Dan. Oh, sorry. Oh, I was going to say, at least it's slain models. So you can't go over your starting unit size. Uh, can you bring back fled models? Yeah. So fleeing models count as slain. So yes. Mm. Uh, so that's really important. Uh, no. Uh, or herd is so good. It is very good. D3 plus three slain models. Okay. Then you've got Dark Walkers. At the end of your movement phase, you can pick a friendly Dark Walkers Gore Herd, Dark Walkers Ungors, or Dark Walkers Ungor Raiders unit that's wholly within nine inches of the battlefield edge and say that they will slink into the shadows. And if you do so, remove that unit from the battlefield and set it up again wholly within nine inches of the battlefield edge and more than nine inches from all enemy uh, units. Oh. So now this is going to be for like, for just some five head, like big brain, four mm. heads the size of a ski slope level human beings. Um it's kind of useful and then terrible all at the same time. Like, yeah, they used to do that, I think, in the yeah. book. But I don't but know. It's yeah. like pain. Because mm. I used to play this one for the other rules, but it's like painful hard because normally, like, you want to hit stuff with your hitty stuff. And then you're like, well, I can teleport these 10 ungore off, but they have to come back next turn still. Yes. Yeah. And then it's uh, like, oh, and... teleport straight away, didn't they? Yeah, this is straight away. Oh, yeah. And oh, maybe that's a bit better, but... but... see, I think... I actually see it as useful, because remember, if they're set up, not set up from... Res I think, I'm pretty sure the rule is just if they're set up in that turn, they get plus one to charge. Yeah. Oh. So let's say you had... Uh, no. So, so you're... Yeah, that is set up on the battlefield in the same turn. The the yeah. rule doesn't specify it has to be from reserve. Yeah. So right. if you use that, you get plus one to charge, plus your horn. If you've just got a unit that for the entire game sits on your back line within nine inches of your board edge, just for zoning out enemy summoning, the second they leave a gap in their back line, you can teleport over and be pretty have pretty good odds of getting the charge. Yeah. So this, this, this is big forehead. Sorry, whoever big that was, Nath. Because actually you could, in your hero phase, pull someone off an objective, then just walk off the board, walk onto an objective. Yes. Mm. And it is at the end of your movement phase, so it doesn't. You can't. It doesn't matter if you've moved. So if you're not within nine, you just run to the edge Ooh, of the board. Yeah, you're true. Nearest board edge, and then just teleport 
and then teleport. Mm. Yeah. Uh, as uh, as Desert Sketch points out in the chat, uh, Desert Sketch points out in the chat, it doesn't say you need to be three inches away, so you can use this to get out of combat. I think this is one of those situations, though, where you have to really understand a board state, right? Yeah. So, like, that's all I'm going to say. Like, I think that that's, that sounds brilliant when you're mathing it out in your head and you look and look at the board and you're like, I'm not sure how to utilize that. So, like, every I, every ounce of that sounds like the jank that would make me play. Yeah. Uh, okay. Oh, excellent. All right. Love where that. I'd lose four games and then in my last game, I'd be like, <laughs> I move here, I move you, my tengor. Fuck you. Yeah. One and, then and, then, yeah. and then that person hates me forever. But, you know, yeah, it sounds like, funny. It, yeah, it does sound funny. And also, like Jacob said in the chat, you've got to be a big brain to use it. And I love that. I love that they've got the tools. Uh, Gavspawn, gibbering congregations. Um, the Gavspawn assemble congregations of Lucian, Morgite, Chaospawn. Anyway, it doesn't matter. You can include a gibbering congregation in your army. Ooh. So what is a gibbering congregation? Well, it's actually this show. <laughs> oh wow we got work to do then have we what yeah. is this uh, well, well, no one plays this one or we're going to be busy so Dan have you been through this I haven't seen this no okay so it's a collection of spawn so we'll get that in a bit right of course um, so we'll get to that we'll go through the sub-factions very quickly we'll come back but you're allowed to have a gibbering congregation in your army and I love uh, going from the big brain to this is the the opposite of big brain this is the quake fray is your your Smooth brain. Oh, what the quake fray? Yeah, this is smooth brain all yeah. day. Also, right. spawn, spawn bad. Sp yeah, <laughs> no spawn good. What? So no, we took no. Sorry, we, if we're talking about where you can have g the gibbering congregation, spawn good. Okay, oh, okay. Look, we'll the, come the back chat, to that. Don't worry. The chat, the chat yeah. on it. Yeah, spawn big. It's what we're going to say. Spawn good. Good yeah. spawn. What's exciting is they've been like new beast lord model. You're like, okay, how is he? He's like, pretty shit. Right, you're like, okay, pretty great. A lot of the other kits are really old, and you're like, a lot of the kits are very old, but of all of them, the shittest one is easily the spawn. So, Salamander number two. Here we come, spawn. Right? <laughs> uh, they love selling shit old kits. They fucking love selling shit old kits. <laughs> I have right? to say though, and this will get me shot too. Quite like the spawn kit because it's a lot of bits. You can have no, like a nice. You cannot like the modern spawn kit. No way. I refuse. Why? Do you actually? I quite like. Like, there's a lot of bits, isn't there? Like, it doesn't look good. It never looks good, which is why I have lots of alternatives. But when you have that kit, you're like, huh, this is a lot of bits. That's how they used to make kits. <laughs> All right. I like. If I had yeah. the time, I would 100% do a channel vote because there is pos. It doesn't matter. Right. Okay. But I mean, is the spawn supposed to look good? I mean. It's a great Just point, from Nathan. The name. Yeah, from like, the name. yeah, it's not meant to look good, I guess. But it could look better at looking shit, I guess. Yeah, it could look shit, shit or better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Died in the chat said, "Yeah, you get a lot of bits, James. A lot of shit bits." <laughs> <laughs> what do I have? Oh, I've got the kill team Nurgle fat things. That's what. Yeah, they're cool. Yeah. What is the uh, what is the kit that you could use as as a spawn kit instead of the spawn kit from GW? Like if you go in just GW, I'm trying to think. Any corn kit because they're all hideous. <laughs> uh, Dan, you're gonna go right. I do. I'm afraid. I'm going to go throw some blood at people. Shout not like it's, it's it's not like a a, a you know protest thing. I, I'm going to go job. give yeah. some blood. Yeah, it's new right, job. Dang. Yeah, 
get get, get Stranger Things out. We're all waiting. This is it's it's basically I'm just donating, you know, all different parts of myself. Okay, loads of love, loads of love to of Dan in the chat, please. Thanks, Dan. See you later. Okay. See you, beautiful people, especially Jacob Berry. Okay, perfect. All right. Uh, okay, so um, we'll move on. So the last one, Quake Frey. Uh, friendly Quake Frey Cygor units gain the priest keyword. So a Cygor that's a priest, James. Come on. In addition, <laughs> can before we get there, yeah. you've read the War Scrolls. Yeah. Is the Cygor any better? Yes. Your face says yes, but not enough. <laughs> yeah, what? <laughs> what not more enough. can I say? It has got better. It I mean, was, it wasn't a hard road. It was literally a potato before. <laughs> so, like, okay. It's right. A sweet potato. Yeah, okay. In addition, friendly quick phrase, Saigor priests know the following prayer in addition to other prayers. Not forgetting that if you know the curse prayer, any sixes to hit do a mortal wound. And you can generate a lot of dice in this army. So you can be like, Saigor, curse a unit, launch in some lads, mortal wounds for days. Pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. Right? yeah. Tasty. Earth Shatter is a prayer that has an answer of three and a range of 12. Pick one objective within range and visible to the character. Each unit within six inches of that objective suffers D3 mortal wounds. And until your next hero phase, when determining the number of models in units that are considered that objective, the number must be halved. Doesn't work on Beast of Chaos. So now we've got a really interesting list where we're taking a prayer with a Saigor, we're picking an objective, and we're going to blow it up. We're taking the artifact, and we're going to blow it up. And then there's the other thing we could do, and we're going to blow it up. So that's three blow-ups that we can do near objectives, right? Which is just so good, right? Oh, and sorry, also use the Realm Spell. So yeah, the realm spell. Yeah, no, there's another one as well, right in here. So I think there's, I think this is including the realm spell. I think we're up to four. Uh, I think we're up to five, right? Are we playing a game where we stop our opponent wanting to stand on objectives? Yes, right, because that's quite an interesting new list archetype, right? Because normally you love standing on objectives, and before Nathan fucking tells me that his gits are just going to stand at nine inches, right? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I tell you, you'll find out the hard way. <laughs> Thank you. Wait, can Gits cap at nine inches? Oh, yeah. You should listen to last week's show, okay. James. They're very, they're, fu- they're, they're pointed yeah. and written. Have you started making the Gits uh, rings, please? We need bigger rings for Gits. <laughs> gits have got rings. bigger rings. <laughs> No. Imagine how big they'd be. <laughs> Just the whole board. Very big. <laughs> um, anyway, so that's the Quake Fray, right? So the Quake Fray. And you can have Saigor, who are priests. Right, we're not going to talk about the Grand Traction Battle Tactics, because whatever. Right, let's start talking about some units, shall we, James? Uh, yeah. Nathan, you happy with that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. The tribes were quite good, though. They were good. Yeah, I thought they were good. Did you have a favorite? Yeah. Oh, the Quake Fray seems interesting. Uh, I think the Dark Walker one is mad, but I'd have to have a look at the the scenario maps again to see how many of the objectives are. You can contest nine away from a board edge. So Nathan can't play Dark Fray. Because uh, that wasn't so. big brain enough. You had to go all in right at the time. The Dark yeah. Fray don't want you unless you choose the Dark Fray immediately. <laughs> yeah, you immediately choose the Dark, otherwise you're out being a Quake Fray. Well, the Dark brain. doesn't choose you. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, right, okay. So we've got a Beast Lord. 
Okay, so this is like uh, just your, your standard Beast Lord. Uh, six wounds with a four-up save is actually quite a nice profile. Five attacks, three threes, rend one damage, two. Uh, they get a special thing where they fight heroes, which is if this unit is within three inches of an enemy hero, add one to hit rolls and wound rolls for attacks made by melee weapons by friendly Beasts of Chaos units while they're wholly within 12 inches of this unit. Now, again, a little bit situational unless... You've got a big Archeon on the border and a Gash or an Alariel or something, right? And then you've given them the artifacts so they're striking last. So charge this bad boy in. They strike last. Plus one to hit and wound for um, the uh, hit rolls and wound rolls for the other guys that you've charged in with them is crazy. Added plus one damage against that unit. Like, fantastic stuff, right? Mm. Like, fantastic stuff. So, again, situational. But incredible shit, in my personal opinion. Oh, also, yeah. two damage now. Yeah, two damage. And use mortals on sixes to hit. Uh, it which, was time. Uh, which have got, like, venom-encrusted weapons, right? Uh, and then you've got call to battle. Uh, in the combat phase, you can pick this unit to fight for the first time in the phase. You can pick a friendly Brayherd unit to fight at the same time. Uh, if this unit is not, uh, if the unit and the other Brayhold unit can fight one after the other in the correct order of your choice, uh, so you've basically got what other heroes have, which conjuncts quite well. He's a um, uh, Nathan. Do you know how many points this bad boy is? I don't know. Base it on the Gits book. What would this oh. cost in Gits? Uh, so what well, he's he's probably about. Similar to a Loon boss, but he's obviously more chunky, so but more so probably about ninety to hundred, something like that. Okay, perfect. He's a hundred and forty-five points. Wow. Whoa. Yeah. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Okay. All right. So then we've got the great Bray Shaman. So this is our wizard. Well, we do have other wizards, but this is the, the wizard in the army. The best wizard. Yeah. Five wounds, five up armor save, so a little bit unsurvivable. Uh, doesn't have a ward save, but this is, uh, with a great Bray Shaman, you could add six inches to the range of heroic action. So you keep this bad boy off, off board. You're going to be doing those abilities from 18 inches away. Nice. Which is pretty amazing. Uh, yeah. And then their spell uh, is Devolve is a spell that has a casting value of 7 and a range of 18. If successfully cast, pick an enemy with a range invisible to the caster. Till your next hero phase, you roll 3d6 before that unit makes a normal move, runs or retreats, or makes a charge move. And if the roll is greater than the unit's bravery characteristic, uh, the maximum distance of that move is halved. So you've got kind of another um, one of the spells that stops... Yeah, uh, the file tied thing, was it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Hailstorm. 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 Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh. Yeah. Mm. So, like, pretty amazing, the Great Bray Shaman. It's only a one-cast wizard. Five wounds with a five-up save. James, you don't know the points yet, or have you looked at the points? I have the point opened because I thought you hadn't looked at the points. I haven't looked at the points. So I'm going to guess. Oh. is a wizard, which is normally 100 points... It yep. feels like this book is quite expensive, so I'm going to go for 140. No way. Uh, he's got to be like 100 points. Yeah, Compare him to a Gits Wizard, Nathan. For me, yeah, compare him to a Gits Wizard. 100 points. Okay. Nathan. Again, he's slightly chunkier, but other than that, he's about the same utility as some of them, which like 90. So What I don't understand or 110. Is... After the Beast Lord is yeah. Nathan wins. Oh, okay. this guy is 95 points. Fuck 95. off. 
Good. There's uh, going to be loads of these better. off the board. I have six of them. <laughs> oh, my God. This is actually great value. The only sad thing is, because I know the Six Inch to Rituals firm, but I used to like to have a little shaman in the middle of a, a Bestigor thing because they used to run three inches further. Yeah. That was fun. Oh, James, you could definitely probably play all six of them legitimately because the spell yeah, 95 is cheap and the spell law is really really good like legitimately like i didn't know that they were that cheap i thought music house players were complaining everything was expensive interesting um uh, i think i think the other problem with the beast of chaos book mm. and people might shoot me for this so sorry charlie especially uh but like i think lots of it had reduced in price then they got that white dwarf thing that made it really good yeah but like having a game some of it's gone up substantially more than other bits i think okay interesting uh, yeah because some of it was wildly cheap so yeah all right so then we got gore battle line gore lads yeah um Good so lads. these are just your regular lads one wound five up save these are your battle line um now uh most of the bray herd so like the goats versus the cows have the same kind of like stuff so we won't go through it all the time specifically they have a five up rally on their banner and their musician right. adds one to run and charge rolls for them. So that's okay, the kind of Because it used to be run and charge. Yeah, so now it's not quite as good. But you do have a five up rally now, which is pretty yeah. which is pretty hype. Yeah, that's pretty good. Like that's legit in my opinion. Um and so then these guys you just you basically uh, James, can you take thirty of these? They come in tens or twenties, you're looking at the points. So oh sorry, I goal. just I just saw the last ability on their war scrum. Well I'll read that out while you're looking. Uh, uh go on. They are in tens. They're in tens, okay. And at the end of your charge phase, if this unit made a charge move in the same turn, you pick one enemy unit within an inch and until that uh and until of this unit that has fewer models than this unit, and on a three plus, the strike last effect applies. So you've got 10 dudes going into six Varangard on a three-plus strike last. Right. Hilarious. Like, very good. And if they, if they got shields, they come with a, they come with a characteristic of a four-up instead of a five-up. Uh, sorry, say that again? If they got shields, they have a four-up save instead of a five-up Yeah, save. legit. Like, if they, ha if they take the mm. shields, they end up with a four-up save characteristic, which is wicked. Like that's yeah. like that's fantastic, um, and because it's characteristic, you could then use all out defense to make them a yeah. three up and three mystic up. shield. So you can make them a three up save, ignoring rend one. Put them in cover, three up save, ignoring rend two. What do they get for? Oh, an extra attack. Yeah, I think I might need shields if I use them. <laughs> yeah, you'll need shields, right? Shields is so good, like in, insane, insane. Uh, thank you to Maurizio Alizabazalzo for resubscribing uh, and John for resubscribing the chat. So Gore. Um, and then in combat, they're obviously terrible. Um, you get two attacks, fours and threes, no rend damage one. But in turn two, they'll obviously be rend one. Mm. Um, and then in turn four, they'll be rend two. Uh, so uh, I'm going to go these gore are probably 100 points for 10. It's my guess. What do you think, Nate? Uh, so 10 of them. Uh, moving six, four up, save. Yeah, about 100 points, 90 to 100 points. Oh, and again. apparently they've gone up. There used to be one attack, fours and fours. It's now two attacks, yeah, fours they and did. threes. And, and, and paired weapons, I think, gave them plus one to hit. 
well, yeah, you can if you want to go paired weapons. You can get three attacks out of these guys. And if we already know if we're fighting with a Beast Lord and we're fighting into Archeon, let's say, or just a character nearby, then these guys are going to be uh, three attacks, threes and, threes and twos. twos. And in turn two, red one. Like, legit. Like, not bad. Oh, no. yeah. This is this is painful. This chat, like, I might just shut the chat. Well, why? They break the heart. Just someone being like, girls are one of the best globe. And I'm like, I got like a hundred of these. You love, James loves Beast of Chaos. Chat, you might get James back into Age of Sigmar if we, this goes right. <laughs> like, as this chat goes, I'm like, I think I've got 90 painted. I used to put these on the fire. <laughs> All right. So I'm going to say that there are a hundred and... 110 is what I'm going for for these. Nathan, what about you? Uh, 90 to 100. Interesting. James? Uh, there are 110 points. Dabs for the dab god. I think, okay. like, as I, as I, like, it's weird, like, having the points and listening to your chat about it and having not played in a while. But, like, as you're going through, and I was like, a strike last on, like, a unit. Mm. Actually, it's yeah, just a, a, a fodder unit because yeah. it, it also doesn't say once so like tengor 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 charge stuff charge stuff charge stuff like you could make everything fight last yeah yeah you can yeah you can that's actually on a unit that costs 110 points yeah that's decent that's decent the mm -hmm. thing is though is we don't know yet if there's a unit that like that backs that up if that makes sense because the reason you want the strike last thing to happen is so that either multiple units can hit a unit or yeah, yeah, yeah. so that like your big hammer unit can smash something and then you've got your other big hammer unit but, that doesn't get hit first but like playing a weird hop off the board hop on the board game to try and like keep baiting people mm. with dark walkers so like feeding them stuff and playing for the late turns where you've just got mints, lads. Because three attacks on a 4-3 minus 2 is not bad. Mm. Maybe. Let's, let's well, yeah. Up. I mean, all, all out attack, it's going to be threes and threes. It's going to be great. I legit am liking this book so far. Like, really? there's some stuff in here. Right, best of all. Now, I think they've gone up a wound. So, move six. Oh, yes. Two lads. The lads. Two wounds each on a four-up armor save. They've got rally on a five-up. Obviously, plus one to run, plus one to charge. Two attacks each, three threes, rend one, damage one, which in turn two will be rend uh, two. Add one to the attacks characteristic of this unit's melee weapons while it's within three inches of any units that received the all-out defense command. So if you all-out defense, then... then Three attacks each. Three attacks each. And then subtract one from the wound rolls for attacks that target this unit uh, made by shooting. Um, with a missile weapon by an enemy unit that received the Unleash Hell command. Oh, why? Couldn't I just have had it for everything? That's wank. Um, yeah. Uh, okay. All right. So there's not actually a lot of output there. They're. are better. They're like Mortec Guard, kind of. But they've got two, two wounds. Two, two attacks, threes and threes. So it could be twos and threes quite easily, yeah. or it could be twos and twos. With some beast lords running around. There's only one way be, to get plus one damage so far. And it will be rend two from turn two onwards and then rend three eventually. I'm sorry, James, I'm gonna break your heart, but I'm not rating these. I think that I gonna, think the goes are better. I think I'm gonna put these in for I think I'm gonna put these at ten for hundred and forty points. And even then I wouldn't take them, is how I feel. They've oh. got they've got the five up rally. I think they're they're all right. I think as a hitting unit, like in conjunction with the cores, 
That's a that's a weird mix, though, isn't it? But that that strike last ability on the core is so good. So good. So but good. These come with that extra pip of rend, which is. Yeah, that's true. That's true. And in turn two, they'll be rend two. Like maybe you use them in a wave, and these go like yeah. these go like as the second unit. Go on, James. How much are they? You don't want to know. One twenty. <coughs> Nathan says one twenty. There is twenty wounds though. Okay, what are you saying, Rob? Oh. Um, yeah, yeah, they are twenty wins for ten, aren't they? Yeah, yeah. Oh, they're gonna be, yeah, they're gonna be hundred and eighty. Yeah, that and, sounds right. Yeah. Hundred and eighty sounds right. Yeah, Maybe one. even two hundred somewhere there. Okay, so you could you could have yeah. ten best of gore. Yeah. Or twenty gore. Wait, they're two hundred twenty points and twenty points. Fucking for 10. no way! Absolutely no way! Am I taking that for two hundred twenty points? Get in the bin. Thank you. Um, thank you. No, Ben. So now, worst to go. Apologize to those guys. Um, well, the first unit was so good. Uh, okay. All right. I don't even think, if, like, they would have to go down to 180, and I still I don't want to take them. I don't know. They're low bravery as well, right? So, like, uh, bravery seven actually is quite nice. That's fine. Mm. Uh, that's sad for Ben. What was the bravery on the uh, go? Not high. Six. 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 Okay. Well, that sounds high to me. As a demons player, it doesn't sound high, let me tell you. Um, uh, right, so we've got Ungor. They move seven inches. Okay. Um, they've got a, a short spear. Ooh, they're which fast, is, aren't they? They're fast, yeah. Um, that's an eight-inch range. Uh, again, they've got the rally. Again, they've got the plus one to charge and run. And then they've got, in the combat phase, when you pick this unit... Um, uh, picks unit to fight, you can say that it will evade the enemy. If you do so, the unit retreats instead of fighting. And that is... Oh my god, they're skinks! They're fucking old school skinks. That is stonks to the moon. Now, don't forget, you used to be able to retreat with the roll, the run roll as well. So it's yeah. just going to be a seven. But that is amazing tech. Yeah, uh, <clears throat> That's pretty good. Because seven, they are quite quick as well. So... Yeah. Like can run into somebody and then bounce around them almost, or yeah, yeah. go cap an objective, or, or you could go off the board, dark walkers, come on the board, charge with plus one, maybe plus two if plus they've two, got a horn. Plus two, you would come on. They've got plus yeah. two with a horn. Yeah, and then bounce. Oh my god! Thank you to Kitsune Adventures for subscribing. Um, or you could take the plus three inch move command trait, so you can be moving ten inches. But I like your version, James, where you're like charging, bouncing. Mm -hmm. Well, I just think, like, so you, you walk off. So movement phase, you run to an edge. They're not watching. You run to an edge. You bounce off. You bounce on. Seven inches, was it? Six inches? Nine inches? Bounce yep. on? Nine yeah, inches? Nine on. Nine on. So yeah. a bounce nine on. A charge into someone. A bounce out. So in a turn, I could move. So let's say I... Well, anywhere. They move you... 10 to the board <laughs> edge. Then I move nine on. So 19 inches. Then I charge someone. So let's say... And I, a nice seven as an average. So what's that? 26 inches. Then I bounce another seven. Uh, 33 inches? Yeah. Uh, you get your plus one for your uh, plus yeah, two. Yeah, well, all you, of Because you'd have to make a, a nine-inch charge as well, yeah. So, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. so actually, you're rewarded for even going even further. Okay, I hate this. This is actually very cool. There's going to be some five-brain player who's just charging Ungol around like a dickhead holding objectives, and I'm going to hate it. Um, I love these. I hope these are cheap because they've only got five up armor save. 
So I'm going to go for... Units of 10, are they again? Units of yes, 10 units of on 10. a bravery of 5, Nathan. What are you thinking? Yeah, they're going to be... 90 points? 80 points? 80 to 90 points. Similar to Hobgrubs. Yeah. Maybe. So where are we at? Uh, I'm going to go 90. They're better than Hobgrubs, aren't no, they? No, no, no. So. Sorry, what were your points? Oh, I'm, go, I'm, with, I'm with Nathan. I think 90 to 100. Okay, Nathan. 90. Okay, so you're taking a hundred, Rob, or you go, you're gonna join 90, Nathan? Ninety. Be... I'm going Nathan. Well, you're both more expensive than an Ungor. What? At Eighty points. Nice Ooh. value town. All right, but I, I also that. think probably better in Dark Walkers where you bounce. But someone can prove me wrong. Maybe. All right. Well, I mean, if you go with the other one, you you got your five up rally, and then you're also returning D three plus three. Yeah, True. that's great. That, that but... one's also <clears throat> funny. Oh, no, and when do you return D3 plus 3 in your hero phase? When do you return yes. D3 yes, I believe so. Uh, Hold on. Uh, at the end of the Battleshock phase, you can return D3 plus 3. Oh, after no. Battleshock. Lol! And they'd just be like, and they're like, uh, they're like, oh yeah, I think I hold this objective. You'd be like, no, 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 dickhead. Hold on. <laughs> There's six more. Do you know what's Let even me just add six to this. What? What's even funnier yeah. is if they were like, right, there's three left, I charge them, and you're like, we bounce. Oh, wait, and hold on. And then you get D3 D plus three back. Wait, it's yeah. at the end of the Battleshock phase. It's each Battleshock phase. So yeah. Six. Oh, wow. <laughs> wow. Woo. I'm going to print me up some fucking goats. Let's go. All right. Okay, this is fun. Uh, all right, Ungol Raiders. Little fellas with bows, move seven inches, shoot 12. Um, so 19 inches effective range. Uh, two attacks each, fours and fours. They've got rally on a five. Um, one in every 10 models uh, can be a little tutor, um, which means uh, can run and still shoot in the turn. Whoa. Whoa. Um, and then you've got hidden volley. Once per battle, this is the thing that we all know about. From the battlefield edge, you can shoot this unit from the battlefield edge. You pick a point <laughs> and shoot the closest enemy unit, right? Yeah, I didn't know that, but that's funny. Do you not know that? No. Yeah, so from yeah, from, from the board a... edge, you can fire from the board edge. It's got to be the closest enemy unit. Uh, but obviously, you could always just like lure a unit in with the... Um, uh, the command ability. With the, with the, uh, the blood taunt. Yeah. yeah, the blood taunt. Yeah, so <laughs> taunt them in, and then Ungol Raider their ass. So Nathan, they've got... <laughs> yeah, but I mean, it's two shots, fours and fours. It's like... Well, it's not. It's 20 shots, fours and fours, because there's 10 of them. Yeah, I guess, like, you pull somebody away from Lookout, sir, or from, uh, you pull them away from, uh, like, a Galician champion, pull them away from being protected by their bodyguard unit. Exactly. Just fucking here's, so here's a question. Yeah. So they're off the board edge. Yes, boss. But they have a champion. And don't forget, sorry, sorry, this happens, this happens once about the starting movement phase, then you deploy them, and then they shoot again. Okay, so, so it's it like a double movement phase. So it's like a double shoot. So it starts the so movement phase, and then you couldn't put them all out attack them. No, was where I was. Going. But you can okay. all out attack them in the in the next shooting phase. Yeah. Which be so in. so ten would get forty shots. Yeah, yeah, right. Hilarious. And and they get rend on this, or they only get rend on melee weapons. Uh, they only get rend on. Oh wait, they get, I think they only get rend on melee weapons. Right. Shall I check? Um, it's on the herdstone. Yeah, I will do it check. Uh, yeah, only melee. Only melee. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, if right. you got that Saigor priest fella close enough, he could curse some unit, and then there'd Fuck, be yeah. loads of mortal wounds flying around, wouldn't there? Yeah, but it's getting that guy close enough to purple sun. If something? someone only plays ungors, they're my kind of guy. 
Yeah, this is actually hilarious fun. Yeah, Lumineth hate this trick. That's actually true because you've only got five upset. Oh, they're going to use eight of quartz. Oh, they're in Shining Company. They might as well hit. Never mind. Um, uh, they're fine. They're still perfect in every way. Uh, okay, so what do we think for this unit? So so if I had a unit of 60, sorry, they come in tens. So I have a unit of 30. I'm going to do yep. 60 shots off board. And then I'm going to move on board and I'm going to do another 60 shots. So 120 shots, which is fours and fours. So I'm going to give my opponent 30 wound dice to save. So like even on a three up, um, even on a three up armor save, they're going to take 10 damage. 10. Right? Which is a thing, I guess. <coughs> um, I don't know. Quite interesting. What, uh, Nathan, how many points do you think these are? Four, 10, six well, that, up armor save. Those... Those other lads were 80, were they? Yeah. So I think these yes. are going to be Tierra. I'm going to say 95. I'm gonna, they don't do fives anymore, I don't think. Yes, they do. Yeah, they do. The book was full of fives. Oh, my God. And gonna, so was the Beast book. That's going to get FAQ'd. <laughs> um, I'm going to say 110. Oh. Uh, Roberta, you're right on the money. Oh, no, you're not. Oh. They're 115. Oh, the five points got me. Okay. <laughs> uh, right, okay. Next up, we're going to go into Doom Ball. Um, uh, so we got eight wounds on a four-up armor save. So this is the character, the Doom Ball. Um, he's got um, a Slaughter's Axe, which is three attacks, three, three, rend one, damage three. Rend one's going to be a bit painful. But obviously, turn two, it's going to be damage. Uh, it's going to be rend two. The rend two, yeah. Uh, and then he's got two Horn Attacks, which are damage two. Uh, if you charge on a 2+, plus, you do D3 mortal wounds. Uh, you've got Blood Greed. Uh, if you roll any sixes to hit, then you cause a number of, wa uh, number of mortal wounds equal to the weapon's damage. Uh, so that'll be three. Uh, but you've only got three attacks, but still that's good. And you've got Slaughter's Call. You can use Command Ability. Uh, at the start of the combat phase, this unit must issue the command, and the unit that receives the command must be a friendly Warherd unit Sorry, within 12 inches of the enemy unit. Uh, and more than three inches from all enemy units. If you do so, you must attempt to charge with this unit. What? That's yeah. great. Yeah. What do you like about it? So he can do impact hits. Yeah. So you could give him the Tusk Helm trait as well, the Tusk Helm item as well. So he could do loads of impact hits. Run in and just delete some poor little wounded thing and then charge again. But now in the combat phase, and then you'll be charging into something else. Yeah, that's nice. interesting. But also, you can use this ability at the start of the combat phase, not a friendly yeah. combat phase. Oh yeah, yeah. So this is like the Iron Sun's ability as well. You can counter charge. Yeah, you can counter charge with this guy. Nice. That's pretty good. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. Give him the two <coughs> fight last artifact though. Right, so charging your opponent's turn is mega stonks. I agree. Right, uh, command ability at the start of the combat phase. So charging there, make someone strike last after they've charged you, is pretty interesting. Um, uh, and also this plus stubborn and the rhinox. That's quite interesting. Uh, the Galician command. So count as ten on an objective. Your opponent charges you. You charge in, make them fight last, and you be like, also I hold the objective now. Sucks to suck. That's pretty cool. All right, I love that. The only thing I don't like is how homoerotic the Bulgors are. <laughs> Whenever I look at them, I think, oh, man, I love muscly men. That's what I always think. I'm like, let's oil them up. They look like... They Do look... that thing where we inject oil into them. Yeah. <laughs> they just get me questioning all of my feelings. And I don't mind that. 
Like I like it. it. Makes me feel. It makes me feel like maybe there's more of a journey for me to take in the future, which is sexy. <laughs> and then uh, you got Bulgore, who've got four wounds each. Uh, it does remind me there's a guy in America, James, called Andrew, right? And I've got a couple of man crushes in America: Nate, Trent, Nelly, obviously. But Andrew is so fucking hot, right? He's got a big mustache. He fixes classic cars, right? Nice. Yeah, he's super, super cool. And whenever I'm, whenever I like, he messages me sometimes, like, giggle. I'm like, whoa. <laughs> and he's like an ex ice hockey player. He's just beefy. Yeah, he's my, the Bulgore of my dreams, James. The Bulgore of my dreams. Right. Everyone's got to have one. Everyone. Who's your, who's the Bulgore of your dreams? Gandalf. <laughs> you fucking weirdly love Gandalf. What? <laughs> Why is it Gandalf? Because it's a meme now. I'm gonna run with it. I'm gonna run with it till someone dresses up as Gandalf for okay. me. Nathan, who's the beefcake of your dreams? Oh, he's not got his headset on. Okay, fine. All right, perfect. Oh my god, this is taking longer than I thought. I need to hurry up. All right, okay. Hello, sorry about that. Sorry, Nathan. <clears throat> who's the who's the beefcake of your dreams? Uh, the beefcake of my dreams. What are we trying to name some muscly men that you you you've got the hots for? Yeah, Sean mm. Claude Von Damme. How about that old fella? Really? Yeah. Oh, when we were lighties at school, that was our that was all the what the lighties used to like that guy. <laughs> Thank you for that. I appreciate you. Okay, all right. So, um, oh, someone just on Patreon. Fucking hype. Let's... Why? Who's was yours? Uh, mine's Andrew from America. But, um, yeah. Uh, yeah, he just made me feel safe. Um, nice. Right, okay. So, the Bulgore. Okay, so four wounds each on a five-up armor safe. Right? They move 70. Oh, we didn't know how much the Doom Ball was. How many points do you think the Doom Ball no. is? Sorry. He's 160 great. points. Oh. 160 points. Okay. That's pretty good. That's true. Uh, all right. So four wounds, five Probably up save on the, on the ball gore. And they're a unit of three. Um, they've got a shield. If they decide to take a shield, which they didn't used to have, they can have a four up save characteristic, which is wicked. Yeah. The Are they getting a shield from? It's not even in the kit, is it? I don't know. I don't know where they get a shield from. <laughs> oh, you pro probably they want you to use the Theridins as stand-in. Yeah. Oh, okay. There is a there's a shield in the kit. Is there? I've never seen one with a shield. I've never seen one with a shield. Okay. No one used it before. All right. Uh, they, they come as a unit of three, by the way. Right. Um. Uh. One model in this unit can be a Bloodkin. Add one to the attack characteristic. Uh. One in every three models can be a Banner Bearer when the unit uses its Warherd Charge ability. If it includes a Warherd Banner Bearer, you can re-roll the dice that determines whether it suffers a mortal wound or commits. Sorry, does it? Uh, thank you to Kenny for the Ungor hype in the chat. And then one in every three models in this unit can be a Warherd Drummer. Add one to Charge rolls this unit if it includes any Warherd Drummers. So plus one to Charge. Right. This Good is nice. a weird kit though, right? Because this is the reason there's never shields. Because one's got a drum, one's got a banner. And, and then one's a the lad. champion. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, and you've got the Warherd charge. And if you do take the shield, then I think you're taking the cleaving axe, uh, which is three attacks, three attacks, fours and threes, rend one, damage two. So it's a bit. Do you know what I mean? Anyway, Warherd charge. After you make a charge move, uh, roll a dice for each one on this unit. On a two up, they cause a mortal wound. So if you have a unit of three, <coughs> you're all three two ups. Thanks to Kitsune Adventures for donating 100 bits. 
Uh, they've got Blood Greed if this uh, unmodified hit roll. So basically, they've got View. Any sixes to hit uh, will cause mortal wounds equal uh, to the damage characteristic. So if it's damage oh, two, they'll nice. do two mortal wounds on six. Yeah, it's quite Ooh. good. Um, now, I don't know how I feel about this unit so far. What do you think? Move seven, 12 wounds in a unit, kind of four up armor save, right? And then you've got, that means you would have 10 attacks, fours and threes, rend one damage two. But if you went for a five up armor save, you could have uh, nine attacks, threes and threes, rend one damage three, right? Um, and then. And all the rends going up. Yes. Yes. Um, and then if you had a pair of axes, you'd have four attacks, so 13 attacks from a unit, fours and threes, rend one, damage two. Uh, they can be battle line, like Joel is pointing out in the chat. So you can have nine of them, right? And they've got two-inch range, so they can sweep across Ooh. the uh, either. Uh, and then paired weapons, says Jackie Chan, on a unit of six, does like 18 mortal wounds on the charge. So you charge in, do the mortal wounds, and then because you've got so many attacks, so you would have 25 attacks from a unit of six, mm. you would uh, obviously do a bunch of mortal wounds off those as well. Right? So that's so it's pretty... a unit of three. And unit of three. Four wounds each. Okay. Yeah. So what do you think? 160 points. And... I'm going to go for 160 points. Yeah. James? You are both coming up short. Oh, no. They are 100. 195 points. Oh, oh, boy. However, three of them is still uh, 25 points less than some Vestigal. <laughs> I mean, they're better than the Vestigal. So, uh, okay, that's kind of. I mean, they've got, got pricey. Small, they've got a small profile, like as in, like you know, it's just three little dudes. Might be quite interesting to use as like a hammer unit sometime, right? Yeah, if you use them as sixes, I mean, that that profile, the man splitter great axe is the same as, um, especially with when you get the extra ring, that's going to be the same as a unit of rock cut trolls. That's true. So. Yeah, uh, uh, so, there's no there's no way of getting plus one attack. Is there? You get plus one damage. Um, no. Uh, so a uh, in says, uh, no, not Dijon, Sorry, Justin Jar says, uh, if you summon, uh, if you do six of them, we'll do twenty wounds to a two plus save, which is quite interesting. Yeah. Um, so I call Borgars the Nutcrackers gets the job done, and also I guess you spike high on those mortal wounds. You're going to punch through a bunch of armor anyway. So yeah. that red and they, yeah, they are. They're, but they're, I mean, movement seven is relatively quick for a, an infantry, sort of like a big infantry unit. Yeah, yeah. Um, oh, oh, Desert Sketch is right. That's a good example. If you compare them to Iron Guts, or if you pay, compare them to Colonel Hunters, they're not the same. Um, but you, no. as, as Jacob is saying, you could make them charge in every combat phase, which is kind of interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Okay, okay. Uh, I think a lot of people in the chat and Beast Chaos fans have done the math on this and they think that they're very, very good. But mm. at the minute, okay, we'll see. There's quite a few mortal wounds, isn't it? Which is... Yeah. I, I think they're like, nice. without picking on the chat, but they're also like an all-time 
Beast's favourite, right? Like, you've always seen a lot of Bulgors. Yeah, always. I think these like, are this... legit. I want to be clear yeah. about that. Especially... Oh, I don't think they're bad. Yeah. But I mean, I also think there's a lot of people sat on a lot of these. So I think they'll yeah. get a lot of math done on them because people are like, I've got 15. How do I get them in a list? Yeah. I mean, the hitting on fours is pretty rough for the amount of minus ones out there um, is my only kind of feedback is the, mm. the generally hit on force, which is which is why maybe I'd go for the man split and great axe, especially Yeah, I think the great the great axe is what I'd be going for. Yeah. And also plus one uh attack from the realm command so that you would be so you can either hit on twos or I would probably make it so I get plus one attack, which is pretty nice. Mm. Um yeah. okay, interesting. And there's a lot of minus one out there. I think everyone needs to be really clear that there's a lot of plus one uh, minus one to hit out there. But then I guess if you do all that attack and if you do, we'll see. All right, Gorgon. James, the Gorgon. The boy. S- 16 wounds on a five-up save. <sighs> Could have given him a four. Moves eight inches. Yep, he's not fast. He didn't need to be fast. Seven attacks on his main weapon. Fours oh, and twos. Rend one, damage three. 21 damage, potentially. Whoa. Then Good lad. Two attacks that hit on fours, da- a wound on a two, minus one D6 damage. Right? They but did him dirty. Could have given him D- D6 plus three, couldn't they, at this point? A four up save, <laughs> a four up save and hitting on threes, and I'd be in a little bit. But right now, I'm out. Thanks. Uh, but he, he still eats people. He does eat people, yeah. So we got swallow. Yeah, he does. He eats. So if he's un- unwounded, he swallows three units or three models um, that are within three inches. And he rolls. If you roll above their wounds characteristic, so he could eat a hero, a five wound hero, on a roll of a six. Yeah, uh, which is great. Like, and he could do that to three different heroes in range, all three models. And then you got feast on flesh. Um, you can feast on flesh monstrous rampage below. Uh, it, with instead of a normal one, it's not an addition. Uh, instead of any other monstrous ones, and his special monstrous rampages improve the rend characteristics of this unit's melee weapons by one until the end of the following combat phase. In addition, until the end of the following combat phase, if any enemy models are slain by attacks by this unit, can heal up to three wounds. Right? Nice. That, that's pretty good. And was it models? Sorry, not units. Uh, sorry, any, uh, any models, models are slain. Yeah. Any so models. Because he could chunk through a little unit and heal. He can, yeah. Like, I think he's not where you want him, but. No, I think he also probably dies at 16 wounds on a five up save. I think this guy should be 220 points. Nathan, what are you thinking? Uh, Yeah, probably 200 points, 220. James, how many points is this bad boy? He's he's a little bit more. Okay. He's uh, 240. Okay. Okay. I like the idea of eating command units out, like it's been suggested in the chat, uh, making it so people can't pile in with a s- spell and then eating the model out in the middle of a unit to break coherency is kind of fun. But it's a very fragile, fragile. Uh, I, I had a good event where I ran when these dropped really low and I ran four. And I found that if anyone can shoot, they're dead. They're dead before they get there. Yeah. The benefit being now that they could just deploy into the enemy's lines from behind them. Yeah. I do like the idea, like, um, out not saying in the chat, let's say we take four, right? We run them into Chaos Chosen, okay? That means we're going to get 12 eat attacks, 
Yeah. And on a four up, we're going to eat one. So we're going to eat six Chaos Chosen <laughs> before we even swing. It's kind of fun. Like, yeah, I, I think they have. They used to have good utility. It's just that the minute you get shot, they're dead. But I do think there is a benefit that they just deep strike, well, outflank now and appear yeah. behind and, and go for it. Yeah, eat Chaos Knights. That's a good one. Eat the Banner Bearer on a Saves to Darkness unit is quite fun as well. I like that. Eat the Wizard inside of a, a Lumineth army, although obviously this guy gets... Uh, I mean, just deep strike him. He can... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ambush. Ambush. Yeah, ambush. And yeah, and then just fucking eat them. <laughs> fucking right, eat, so. them. Yeah. <laughs> eat them. Eat yeah, them. Replace eat it, the rich. Yeah, replace, replace his weapons with a knife and fork, like on the model. Yeah. <laughs> it's dinner time, boys. <laughs> He's an ogre now. Oh my god, you could eat you could eat the gobapalooza. You could. He's quite a yeah. You wouldn't want him. Very close to you, that's for sure. No wonder everybody's shooting all the time. He's not very nice close up. Yeah, that's true. Okay. Next up is the Dragon Ogre Shagoth. All right, how many more have we got left to do? Quite a few? Fucking Christ, lads. We've got to get the move on. Okay. Okay, go, go. Right, okay. Um, Dragon Ogre Shagoth. Ten wounds, four up safe. Right. Uh, he's got a shooting attack, 2d6 attacks, threes and threes, run one damage one. Um, he's got five attacks in close combat, threes and threes, run one damage, two. Don't forget they've lost their pre-game move, which was some massive shenanigans for Dragon Ogres. Um, they're a wizard and cast one spell. Uh, the, each time this unit is affected by spell or abilities of an ender spell, you can ignore it on a four plus, which is pretty great. Beneath the Tempest, at the end of the combat phase, roll the dice for this unit. On a two plus, you can heal up to D3 wounds allocated to this. In addition, at the end of the combat phase, roll the dice for each enemy unit within three inches of any friendly units with this ability. On a two plus, it suffers D3 mortal wounds. So this is pretty good. Get in there, fight, heal, do damage in mortal wounds. Pretty nice. They've got a four up armor save, though. So, And then Summon Lightning is their spell. It's cast at 24 inches in range of seven. If successfully cast, pick D3 friendly Thunderscorn units with range visible to the caster, and you can heal up to D3 wound. Right, so pretty good. Like, yeah, I mean, and he had access to those fairly nice spells that hailstorm or whatever it was. Yeah, hailstorm is actually, yeah. Yeah. yeah, 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 great spell. So, yeah. my issue is the 10 wounds on a four up save, like, there's no ward or anything in there. Uh, like, so I think this bad boy is coming in about 180 points. Nathan, what do you think? Like he'll die yeah. to like, like he'll almost die to like those twenty Ungor raiders we've got off board. That plus pick him and do D six mortal wounds. He's definitely dead. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. In the mirror, in the mirror match. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> in the deadly mirror. Yeah. 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 He's probably what 180, 200 points, something like that. One eighty. Yeah. James, what is he? He's not a goblin, I'm afraid, Nathan. Oh, yeah. He's about an eighth of your arm. <laughs> At 275. Shut up. 275? Yes. What? <laughs> 275 points. Nah, that's like, that has to, that legit, I said 180, so I think that that's just a misprint. I think that's like, it's 175 and someone's put the points in wrong. That's a, That's got to be a misprint. Unless Dragon Ogres are really good because he's making them battle line. All right. Okay. Let's find out, shall we? Uh, one second. Uh, uh, let's carry on. All right. So Dragon Ogres. Five wounds, four yeah. up safe. Uh, Eight-inch move. 
these were wildly cheap before. Uh, you've either got Stormforge weapons, which is five attacks, three threes, red one damage, two. Uh, oh, no, that's all you've got. Uh, oh, and then you've got Raking Four Claws. Uh, two attacks, fours, fours, no rend. Oh, no weapon options. Just that. They're elite, so they can issue commands themselves. At the end of the combat phase, roll a dice for this unit. On a two plus, you can heal up to D3 wounds allocated to this unit. In addition, at the end of the combat phase, roll a dice for each enemy unit within three inches of any friendly units with this ability on two plus D3 mortal wounds. If this unit made a charge move, of course. I mean, that's a lot of mortal wounds potentially. Like at the end of each combat phase. And if this unit made a charge move in the same term, the unmodified hit roll for an attack made by this unit is a six, the attacks wounds a target automatically. Um, and they're damaged too. So they're going to do 15 attacks. So you're going to get two sixes, so you automatically wound twice. Threes and threes, rend one damage two. I quite like this. But they'll be rend two from turn two and rend three if they live long enough. I think the issue is that they do I'm not have a four-up rally now. Yes. Like, that's the issue, they don't have a four-up rally. And they used to be like 115 points or something for three. So like, I think they're good. Mystic Shield, all out defense. They've got three open round one. Loads of mortal wounds. Um, what would I pay for three like this? Well, that wouldn't. What's that, Dave? Mystic Shield. I mean, that Shagoth wouldn't be casting a Mystic Shield. Cause you have to get the mic close, bud. He wouldn't be casting it with that Shagoth because he's far too expensive. That Mystic Shield. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're never taking him, right? <laughs> um, I don't know. <laughs> 15 wounds. 180 points for three. That's what I'm going for. Uh, I'd say 210. Wow. Oh. Nathan uh, wins that fight. They are 225. Pin. Put them in the pin. All right, boys. Time to sell up. Okay. <laughs> okay. Get rid of that. Uh, right. Jabba Slythe. Um, uh, they're just too expensive. They're not bad. They're just too expensive. That's all. Uh, right. Okay. Jabba Slythe. So this is a monster that's ten wounds with a four up armor save. It's got great shooting, model. It's got shooting attack with three attacks, three threes, round one d three damage. Uh, that's range ten and it moves twelve inches. So that's pretty nice. Um, in combat, it doesn't do any damage. And then it's got spurting vile blood. Roll a dice each time a wound or mortal wound is caused with melee weapons allocated to unit. On a four plus, you suffer a mortal wound. This used to be the fucking shit. He used to have this ability, James, back in the day, but they used to cost like 40 points or something stupid. So someone just had a million. And you just run them forward and just bleed mortal wounds. Um, but it's got an aura of madness. Uh, monstrous rampage. Pick an enemy hero in three inches unit, roll a dice. On one, nothing happens. Two to five, worse than safe characters that hero by one um, till the end of the combat phase. But on a six, worse than it by two. It's pretty cool, actually. Like, uh, charge him in. Um, and Drop then the save. Yeah. Drop their save. Uh, what do you think? He's not yeah. too bad. Like, yeah. He's doing nothing fighting, though, is he? No, he's doing nothing in combat. Absolutely nothing. And he's going to die. And not really anything shooting. And he's going to die to a fart. Yeah. <laughs> he might not get to the hero. And then, then his monstrous action doesn't really matter. Oh, I like the fact he doesn't fly. Yeah, I he doesn't fly. Yeah, it's true. Even though he's got wings. Yeah, RIP lost fly. He's got to be a fairly cheap monster. He's got, got to be about 120, 140 maybe. 
Yeah, I'm going with Nathan, 120-140, like a cheap monster. He's slightly more yeah. at a casual 160. Uh, okay. I'm not taking him. So, so not awful, but he's not he's not going in your list, is he? No, he's out. Fuck it. Oh, my God, the cockatrice. The man, the myth, the legend, Adam. The cockatrice, eight wounds on a six-up save. Not a great start. Uh, they move 12 inches. Okay. They've got two attacks in combat that are threes and threes, no rend damage two. Three attacks uh, that are threes and threes, no rend damage two. At the start of combat phase, you can pick one enemy within six inches of this unit and roll a dice. On a four-up, they suffer D3 mortal wounds. In addition, uh-oh, if any mortal wounds were caused by this ability or allocated to a unit until the end of that phase, only unmodified hit rolls of six for attacks made by melee weapons by that unit score a hit. The same unit at the start of kind of the big. combat phase. So every combat phase. Yeah, but you can't stack it. But I don't know why you. How would you stack it? Because they hit on a six. As you in, can you can, as, in, as in, you can have. You could do. You could fire multiple cockatrices at a unit. Because you might not roll the four plus. There's the point. Oh James. yes, but but you could. You'd only do it on one unit once. Yes, but you could attempt to do it on multiple yes. on, on a unit multiple times until you succeeded. Wait, yeah. and then you can only hit on a six. Yeah. yeah. That's pretty strong, that is. That's great. That's great. And it doesn't have to be in combat to do that. But it's only melee weapons, right? So if they wanted to shoot, it wouldn't matter. And it only affects the combat fighters, is it? Yeah, but it's still like if you're Oh, it's six, good. It... I was just trying to work out. Because if it was and like it, sort it of can following. Ambush on and do that thing. Well, no, because it's from six inches. Yeah, but if it comes on nine inches from the board edge and it's within six, it doesn't need to charge. Well, I mean, it moves 12 it's and, it's, and you can run and do it. It's not a shooting attack. Yeah, you don't have to charge to do it. You could, yeah. I mean, you've got a 15 inch range from the board edge, which is quite far on. That covers all the objectives normally, unless it's just the center of the board. Wow, and then Madam double the attack, so double the attack characteristic of this use melee weapons if it made a charge move in the same turn. <laughs> nice. <laughs> so it'd end up with ten attacks that are damaged too. The fact that it makes a unit hit on sixes is pretty wild. Because mm. if you took, I don't know, it depends. If they're like a hundred points, then you would take maybe two or three. Um, because then what you would do is you'd fish for that, and you effectively make a unit just useless. Yeah, you could put it on Chosen, right? Or something big and expensive. You could put it on Archeon. Yeah, I mean, he has a good, profiles he, he has a good a ward six. save. But yeah, like any... Yeah, like, wow. Because you're not... It, this isn't, to me, this isn't even like weakening... Like, we talked earlier about like weakening a unit and bashing it to death. This is like, I'm just turning your unit off. Here's your, like, 800-point hero. Enjoy rolling sixes. And also, it's in each combat phase. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's it's pretty good. This is this is, and wicked. it's going to be it. Only yeah, it's a cheap little thing. Well, I mean, it's well, we hope it's cheap. Not cheap. It's a uh, soft little thing. It's only eight wounds with a six-up save, so that's where its frailty is. But it's it's a fun piece to play with. This. Uh, what are we saying points wise? One thirty-five. One fifty. I love this book. Oh no. Because no one is very good at getting the points right. Because the Shagoth was two hundred and seventy five. So this stupid. guy 
Only hot on sixes. 50% chance of going off. Yeah. He is... I've lost him. Oh, no. All that build-up. Oh, no. Where's he gone? <laughs> he is... Why have I lost him? This is a great bit. I like this bit. 105 points. Shut up. Whoa. <laughs> Shut up. So, you, you could basically have three of these or one shag off. I printed two of these. I'm so happy. Where's mine? I'm going to throw the jabber slide away and melt him down. Right? But, oh, my God. It's so exciting. Oh, my God. Um, that is absolutely nuts. What happens mm. if you... Uh, also, can I ally this in? Uh, depends who can ally Beast of Chaos, right? If I can ally Beast of Chaos into Zinch, I'm just going to put 20 pink horrors in front of you with two cockatrices in between. And you'll be like... This sucks. <laughs> Just out of range, too, because it can hit you even when they can't. That is fucking crazy. That is a great unit. Um. Oh, my God. Crikey. Fucking crikey, mate. It doesn't um, even have to be visible, either. Uh, oh, my God. This is legitimately so you, good. Like, so you can hide behind something and just do it over the wall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, that's what I'm saying. You can just like you can use it as a screen, right? As you move forward. Yeah, I'm saying it doesn't have to be visible, so you can do it on like hide it behind a piece of terrain, so it's safe from shooting. And then it's shouting around the corner. Nathan, you good-looking piece of shit. What a great idea. Yeah, you fucking motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, what? Like just hide him every like four plus. Yeah, he's he's not the very he's not a very big fella, is he? So uh. yeah. Uh, <laughs> all right. Uh, okay. Fantastic. He's an A-plus in this, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He's pretty good. I mean, obviously not that model, though. because that That skill's sucks. hilarious. Like, that skill... And also, like, that skill doesn't exist anywhere else in the game, right? Has there been anything that we've been like, that sucks so far? The yes, Jabba Slide, the Best of Gore, and then the points on the... In fact, I don't think any of it was horrific, horrific, until you get to the points, and then some of it's just wildly expensive. Uh, thank you to Mr. Val Heffelfinger, the host of the Old World Show, for resubscribing to the show today. Nice. Um, uh, he's just he's keeping an eye on Age Sigmar now, just in case uh, the, the we he steals some for the Old World. Uh, but do check do check that out every Thursday. We're talking about the Old World, Nathan. We're going to talk about the Orcs and Goblins soon. Oh yeah, cool. Charles so. Garsnick and Grom the Paunch and as have oh, Grom the Paunch is still in my loft. <laughs> Ready. Ready <laughs> I have the biggest box of old world stuff that's oh. just sat in my loft for ten years. Get ready, James. Get it out. Prepare to 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 stop, toot for the maiden. That paunch. Yeah. Boop, 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 boop. Nate Bud, we're gonna have to put that mic near your mouth again, just for the uh, just just, just generally, like not all the time, but mainly when no. you're speaking, if you fancy. Yeah. No, I don't. <laughs> all right, Chimera. Um, it's still got its uh, mortal wound attack. Oh, do not attack sequence. It said D3 mortal wounds. It used to be a four up D6, and now it's just D3. Boo. Boo, we hate that. Okay, that's rubbish. 12 wounds on a five up armor save. That's rubbish. Uh, you can carry out the Thricefold Savagery Monstrous Rampage below. Ooh. Uh, until the end of the following combat phase, add one to the attack characteristic of this unit's melee weapons, but all the attacks made with the unit's melee weapons must target the same enemy unit. Um, 
plus one attack to all the melee weapons. So it's got loads of attack profiles, isn't it? So four, so it's extra four attacks, and it's got three, six, nine, uh, fifteen, so t- nineteen attacks. Uh, oh, as Jacob said, it wasn't it wasn't a four plus d six more wounds. It was just d six more wounds. Thank you. Yeah, he's um, yeah, got three attacks on the Leonine head that are d six damage, but there's no rend, which I think is the issue. It doesn't well, it get it gets rend from the herdstone. It yeah. does. It doesn't. It doesn't bracket. That's a good point as well. Mm. Okay. Oh, well, three oh, attacks yeah, the doing, did doing three damage. So yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah, the avian head's got three attacks doing three damage. Six attacks doing one damage. Interesting. If this is cheap, if this is like 220... Can it fly? It can fly. Yeah, I'm going to say if this is 220, I'm in. Oh, okay. Uh, But it's got no utility. 220 is what I'm saying. Nath, what do you think? I reckon 200. Okay. Uh, Again, a wild book. He's 180. 85 points. That's pretty good. <laughs> I think you're in. I think I'm in. <laughs> I don't think yeah. that's too bad. That's free, yeah. I mean, He's a fast little damage dealing monster. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. And he gets hit back on sixes. But, but I mean... <laughs> yeah, well, you've got those pocket <laughs> running around as well. Yeah, loads of yeah. them, yeah. <laughs> um, uh, okay, so then we got uh, then we got the Cygor James. Your time. Oh no, here's the lads. 16 wounds on a 5 up armor save that moves 8 inches. Oh, he's faster than his brother. Right, he's got one attack, it's a shooting attack that's 12 inches. It no longer brackets the range, and that's great, because it used to go down to 3 inches. 12 12 inches is how far he throws that boulder, but he moves 8, so he's going 20 inches, mate. Yeah? (laughs) What are you laughing at? Just just like he's this huge hench fucking cow. Not as far as a skink's blow down. Oh. <laughs> oh can see where it lands. Uh, he's only got one eye, so maybe that's the issue. That's Well, he hits on a three, so that's not the issue. Wins on a two, Ren two, uh, which is pretty good. And then as it's a damage five, and then it goes down as it as it moves on. And then in combat, he's got seven attacks that are threes and twos, Rend one damage two, so that's going to be potentially fourteen damage with the massive horns. And he's got a couple of things: he can consume an ender spell, uh, monstrous rampage, which is pick one ender spell within six inches and roll two d six. If the roll is greater than the casting value of this spell, use some of that in the spell. Then you get to dispel it and heal a number of wounds allocated. And then we've got Soul Eater. This unit can attempt to unbind two spells in the enemy hero phase in the same manner as a wizard. In addition. Each time an enemy wizard within 30 inches of any friendly units with this ability successfully casts a spell that and that spell is not unbound, the caster suffers a mortal wound. What? After the effect of that spell has been resolved. What did I just read? Wait, hold on. What? You just Does always do a mortal wound wizard? for wizards now. In addition, each time an enemy wizard oh, within enemy 30 wizard. inches of any friendly units with this ability. So every time you cast a spell... You just you're, take damage. You're going to just take no dice roll. Yeah. You just take a mortal wound. Yep. What the fuck? I have to find these points. That's really interesting. 
Imagine you have four of them. Someone like that. <laughs> every time you cast a spell, you take four mortal wounds. <laughs> too bad. Too, yeah, too too bad. I mean, this would, if you could take this into corn, that would be quite fun. Um, this yeah, is I'd... this is fucked into Zinch. Like literally, just this destroys the Zinch army immediately. Like you lose the game. Like, but it's funny. <laughs> uh, uh, no, anytime that you successfully cast a spell, the enemy. So okay, this is nuts. Yeah, take four of them. Do four mortal wounds every time. No, 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 no. It's it's no, any time you're in range of of, no, of any friendly. Dude, this is amazing. Uh, LRL yeah. are going to be pissed about this. Techless is just yeah, taking yeah. four mortal wounds just for casting spells. Yeah, yeah, multi. Yeah, all of those multicasters. They're gonna fucking. All right. Well, I'm glad I'm not playing Zinch anymore. Anyway, so. Um, yep. So how many points is he? Oh, mm. man. I mean, other than that, he's shit. Is he? Kind. He kind of can fight. He can kind of shoot as well, I guess. Yeah, kind of shoot, kind of fight. What are you thinking? In the spell rule, uh, 250. I don't know. I've got no idea anymore. Uh, I'm going to go with Nathan. I'm going to go 240. He's a cheap boy. 210. Shut up! This book is the randomest set of points I've ever seen. That is amazing. Yeah, that's pretty good. Not bad. Not bad. Uh, like, that's amazing. Welcome back, Dan. Oh, good to be here. Uh, just, just uh, I'll give you a quick recap. Cygor mm-hmm. cause mortal wounds to anyone within 30 inches if they successfully cast a spell every single time. The mm-hmm. Chimera's yep. cheap and does some damage. The cockatrice... Oh, so that James, James will be stoked about that because he loves the sculpt. He fucking loves it. Cockatrices mm-hmm. make it so that... And a unit within six inches in every combat phase only hits on sixes. Mm-hmm. On a four. The Jabba Slice mm-hmm. shit. Dragon Ogres are too expensive, and so is the Dragon Ogre Shagoth. And there's Gorgon mm-hmm. shit. Uh, that's where we're at so far. What do you mean? The Gorgon is the one that you want to get, cast that spell on to give it an extra attack on each of its profiles, right? That's a big no from me. Thank you, boss. <laughs> uh, I'm going to say... Right, if you cast that spell onto the the Chimera, and then it does the monstrous rampage, getting extra two attacks on all of its profile. That and is a very it's got valid. four bro, profiles. The, bro, the Cygor has just changed the meta. Mm. I mean, just to be clear, when he plays Lumineth, they're just gonna fucking shoot the fuck out of him in the first turn. He's dead, right? They can, but what uh, if you've got four? If you take four Cygor. Every time a wizard casts a spell, four mortal wounds. And you can make a battle line, and they're priests? (laughs) And you put them, if you put them in in Quake, in the the, the, whatever it's called, the Doom Eternal Quake group thingy, they get priests and spells and uh, priests and whatnot. So, yeah. Okay, all right. Love it. Let's do this. Okay, then we've got Zangor. Zangor haven't changed. They've got two up armor save. uh, Sorry, two wounds and a five up armor save. They move six. Um, A model that has uh, an Arcanite shield has a ward save of six. Uh, You've got Zangor mutants. You've got a musician, uh, which lets them uh, run and still charge, uh, Mm -hmm. which is really good. The option is always the pair of Savage Blades, if you read the profile. Um, So you don't do any mutants. You don't do any... Uh, big weapons. It's quite a complicated uh, unit to build, but you don't do any of that um, because you've got 10 dudes doing 
uh, three attacks each uh, on threes and threes, no rend damage one, but that's 30 attacks straight off the bat. And then they... Well, they're not no rend. They're not no rend. Well, on they're turn rend. two, they'll be rend one. Mm. Uh, but um, uh, you then take... Uh, when they charge in, they get plus one attack on their beak as well. So you basically end up with 50 attacks on Tenzangor when they charge in, um, which is pretty good. Uh, mm-hmm. And then uh, they got the Ornate Totem, which is when you cast spells near them. Uh, with it. So if you have a wizard within nine inches, uh, the start of the hero phase, sorry, then on a four plus, you can do more wounds. If you have, if you have six Bray Shaman, in front mm. uh, behind a unit of one Zangor, ten Zangor, sorry, and a banner, you basically spaff out six shots on a four up, you do a mortal wound. And you can inches. take you can take one one banner for every ten models. So a twenty unit does it doubles the amount of no, I think you have to have amount. no you have to have two units of ten, not one unit of twenty. Uh, okay, yep. Oh yeah, if this unit includes any icon bearers, yeah, right. Yeah. Not one per icon. So no, like same. if Zangor is still at what they were, which is like one eighty five or whatever it is they're legit fantastic. Zangor always mm. will be like, but their banner bearer, they uh, doesn't do a rally on a five plus like the other dudes. Uh, so they don't have that. Mm. So I would say, um, uh, and also they only have one inch reach. So actually they they can't fight in two ranks. Mm. So that's honestly, I'll, I'll be, I'm much more interested in facing off against multiple units of as a gameplay like a more interesting game to face small units of 10 of these than large units of 20 and 30 so that's fine by me that's a tick yeah so what are you uh i'm thinking that they stay the same points like 180 190 or whatever they ended up being is that what they are james they are 170 Um, but i i'm not sure because they are also tagline as beasts of chaos zangor so i guess that Mm. differentiates them from the zangor you would use it does if you played zinch it does it does uh that's amazing yeah that's great 170 even cheaper is pretty good um like especially because like you could like because you're you're encouraged to msu because of the banner right Mm. and then you charge Mm -hmm. in the unit of regular gore right Charging, fight last, last, 50 attacks with one unit of 10, 50 attacks with another unit of 10. All right. All right. Pretty good. Mm. Uh, Right. The Morgite Chaos Spawn. So five wounds and five up save. Uh, They've got a spew of corruption, which is eight inches. So 18 inch range. D6 shots, three threes, rend one damage, two. Wow. (laughs) When did Spawn get good? Yeah. Oh, these are the specific ones for the faction. Yeah. Morgite Chaos Spawn. Oh, no. Uh, subtract one from the attacks characteristic of weapons used by enemy units while they're within one inch of this unit. <laughs> Pardon me. Subtract one from the attacks characteristic of weapons used by enemy units while they're within one mm. inch of this unit. Enemy, and particularly enemy units, not enemy models. So it's oh. not like you can have dudes in the second rank or your big boys or whatnot reaching over with two and three inch range. Do, it's do the whole unit. The other big thing on that statement is yeah, it's weapons, not melee. Weapons used by enemy units. While oh, yeah, running. true. Oh, yeah, true. true. Hello, range. James. James, what does the battlefield profile say on this? Does it say it could be battle line or something? Or is that something uh, else? No, yeah, single can be included in a... Prior, but could be. Couldn't it? Gave spawn army. These units must be taken. This is a set referred to as the gibbet Gibbing com- Congregation. Yeah. Although taken yeah. as a set, each is a separate unit, and you get three. A one, so, a one, and a one. So, oh, and they are battle lines, sorry. 
So then I could reinforce them as like a, a nine, but they're a no, one they're and a one and one. They're single. Okay. Mm. So I can so take... you just get, I think, single can only be included in a Gave Spawn army. These units must be taken as a set referred to as a gibbering congregation. Although taken as a set, each is a separate unit. Okay, so that means I could take three units of three, but they're three ones. So it would be nine ones. Yes. Nine ones of these idiots. I, I think <laughs> I think Starvo's right though. I don't think you can reinforce single models. No, you can't. You can't you can't reinforce yeah. a single. I just didn't read it. I didn't know it said single. Yeah. Yeah. So okay, so it's um, single, so you can't reinforce it. Can we also talk about ten inch move and can run and charge? Like that's these pretty, that's pretty great. All you're gonna do is but but these are little perfect little bombs. With five wounds, you tag them on the end of something. You're not even intending on fighting with them, but you hit with your Zangor or your Bestigor, right? And you tag one of these on the end just to remove the extra attacks going back against them. You don't care about the spawn winning the fight. You care about your opponent not killing your other units that what's, you prefer. What's really cool is that the Zinch one, because they've made a special rule for all the spawn. So Zinch spawn mm. are different. And they have like the heal, right. and then they do mortals on sixes. And then these guys got eight attacks in combat, three threes and no rend. Eight attacks. Okay, so how much is one spawn? So we can't buy one, we can buy three. Right, okay. So then. So we can buy three singles. Okay, so there are so... five wounds each with a five up armor save. So I'm going to go for 80 points per spawn. So I'm going to go for 240 um, points. I reckon they're un I think these will be underpointed to try and sell spawn. I reckon 60. I reckon 180 for three. No way. Nathan? Uh, yeah, I'll go with I'll go with 180 for three. Yeah. Sounds good to me. Or even That's even cheaper. cheaper. I'll go cheaper. 150 <laughs> for three. 150 for three. You're yeah. Nathan, you were going the wrong way. <laughs> oh yes. It is 230 points for three. Fucking get in. Jesus, on. that's that's 65 good. points, though. Like, that's, and that's 65 points for one of them is great. Yeah, and then, yeah, it's going to be 3d6 shooting attacks, 3s, three, 3s, threes, round 1, damage 2. I think the important part is the utility in reducing the... Wow, there's so much debuff in this army. It's fantastic. Uh, okay, worst unit in the game, Zangor Enlightened. Hate them to pieces. Uh, not Zangor Enlightened, sorry. Uh, Zangor Skyfires. Um, four wounds. Like normal armor save, mm. ignore they, they've got this, they're, they're the same as a Zinch unit, and I hate them in Zinch anyway. Have they changed points? If they're not two twenty, like how many points? Uh, are they Sorry, which ones? Enlightened, uh, Skyfires, or... Skyfires. Uh, Beastgas, Zango, Beastgas, uh, two ten. Yeah, I hate them. Yeah, they uh, mm. they, they fucking suck. Uh, and then you got Zango Enlightened on disc, four wounds, move up four, um, same profile, I assume as in the Zinch book, and they're amazing in the Zinch book. You can't use uh, friendly command abilities in range, so another debuff when they're like within three inches. Great in a fight. Um, and then you can add one to the wound rolls if you go second in the turn. Uh, how much is uh, the Zangor Light? They haven't changed, I assume, on disc. Move 16 inches. Two, go on. 215. 215? 215. Yeah, they're, they're brilliant mm. value. Mm. They're yeah. brilliant value. Uh, Zangor Shaman, six wounds and a four-up armor save. Cast a spell, flies. 
Uh, once per battle, you can cast with an extra three to the casting roll. So really nicely, they haven't changed that in fucking four years or whatever. Uh, Boon and Mutation, cast on seven and a range of eight. What do you mean? They nailed it. Yeah. They nailed it. They wrote him four years ago and they were like, just put a fork in him. He's done. Yeah. Um, uh, if successfully cast, pick one immune within range of visible to the caster. So it's D3 mortal wounds. For each model that is slain and caused by the spell, you can add one Zangor model that is not a champion or Zangor mutant to a friendly Zangor host within one inch of the caster. Uh, so yeah, it's kind of like a fun little addition as well that you can like pop mortal wounds and pop Zangor back into Zangor or add Zangor to Zangor blocks, which is fun. Mm. Um uh, and then, yeah, it is what it is. Six wounds on a four-up armor save is always nice. Like, it's quite a chunky caster if you're going to have a caster. Um, and fast, too. And fast. Move 16. Um, I would say, like, still good. Still good value. Although it doesn't really integrate with the rest of the army, if that makes sense. Well, he can, t he can take the spells from the, the, the law, can he? He can. That's true. Yeah. Take the spells so... from the law. And he's fast, so you could yeah. use him to zip about. And he could use the heroic action, so you could use him to zip about and then pull Blow people up. around. Blow up objectives. Yeah, or pull people around. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm going to say he's 180 points. He's a caster that's very fast. Uh, what do you okay. think, Nate? Uh, yeah, 100. I'll go slightly cheaper, 160 points. James? Does Dan want to have a bet? Yes, Dan? I don't think Dan? Dan's here at the minute. Oh, okay. Uh, yes, so... he is. He's here. Oh. How much do I think he is? Yeah. yeah. 180. And again, this book, wild. 115 points. No. Shut up! <laughs> no! Nice. What? 115. 115. He's cheaper than five wound shitty models in in, uh, in just about every other Wait, army. One one five. One one five. Are you saying no. Zangor Shaman on disc? Oh, oh hang on. Thank God. Thank Beast God. Beast of Chaos Zangor Shaman. Is that him? Yeah. Uh -huh. Yeah, that's him. 115 points. Why? God Almighty. Why is he? <laughs> I mean, you know why? I mean, he's not that good. I mean, he's not that good. But okay. I'm sorry, a wizard. Like, like, take everything else away. You yeah, have he's... a flying six wound four up wizard with the ability to summon models and cast an extra spell and add three to the casting roll. You, that wizard, and then compare it to like a battle mage from Cities of Sigma. Like the, the for roughly the same points. Okay. That's obscene. Okay. That's nuts. Yeah, he's like 114 disciples each. Don't talk to me about it. It's okay, Zinch is over now because Cygor have defeated them. One Cygor just turned up on the board and then Zinch are like, <laughs> Yes, I die. I, I can't wait to see that army, which is like four Cygor, and then you just watch your opponent be like I, I kill like and then you do go turn one, you're like D six mortal wounds to your wizard. Oh, it only now procs it... once, even if you have four. Yeah, only procs oh, really? once. Yeah, only procs once. So you oh, should only take shit. one, because they are shit for every other reason. <laughs> Just have one to be like, ha <laughs> uh, Right, Chaos Warhounds exist, I guess. When you make a charge off this unit, you can change one of the dice to a roll of a four. Two wounds on a six-up armor save, and they come as a unit of five. I'm going to say 
80 uh, points. They're a unit of 10 now. Oh, wait, in which case, 160 oh. points. 120. <laughs> what are you saying, James? They are 110. Oh, my God. For 10. Okay, 110 for 20 wounds. Yeah, but why are you ever going to... Uh, wait, 110 points for 20 wounds? Yeah. yeah. So, fast little screen mm. type unit. I mean, a... you, you run them into somebody with one of those cockatrices nearby. They won't kill them anyway. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, oh, oh, I can't get them. Stand still, dog. Oh. And they're faster. Ten inch. Mm. <laughs> oh my god! No, so you run up. You run up two units of warhounds. Then you yeah. eat, then you eat up two cockatrices. You try <laughs> to kill the warhounds. Just fuck all. The rest of your army moves up. Five turns for five turns. I mean, they're just stuck in it. the corner. Can't if... get past the dogs. <laughs> That's, true. That's true. I mean, look. The thing is, you're—it's a screen unit for sure. But twenty wounds for 110 points on a fast screen is actually rad. Yeah, it is good. But like, the only thing I'm thinking is, and I agree with you. Like, it's the six up side versus the four up armor save on the gore. <laughs> yeah, true. They're faster than the gore though. But the gore then mm. have strike last. They've got a good mm -hmm. attack profile as well. Two attacks each, fours and threes, no rend damage one. So, like, you know, they're going to kick out, uh, you know, 20 attacks. So that's great as well. So definitely an option. Uh, like, and slightly mm -hmm. different to Gore, slightly different to Ungore Raiders, or Ungore, sorry. So, like, they all do a different job, which I think is really interesting because you've got, like, this, like, triple conversation about, like, which one of those three you're going to use, and maybe you use multiple ones. Um, mm. Yeah, Warhounds take up way more space. That's a really good shout. Ten uh, Warhounds are going to take up more of the board. Can so we... Um... Can we remove Justin Jar Jar from the chat for saying Gora busted? Like, I don't want that out there until I've counted how many I've got. <laughs> yeah, calm down, Justin Jar Jar. Uh, this don't Chaos lie born. to the people. Hey, Chaos Spawn, we don't care about them when we've got Rad this Chaos is... Spawn. Oh, wait, sorry, regular Spawn. Yeah, regular Spawn. Yeah, no. Boo, so boo, if, boo if you don't take that other tribe, you have to take these ones, don't you? Yes. 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 Which are the, exactly the same as the old ones. Yeah. yeah. Oh, no, have they lost their ability where they get plus one to hit if you roll a double? They have. No, uh, it's still mm. there. Uh, add one to hit a wound if you roll the double. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yes, yeah, yes. yeah, the writhing tentacles, yeah. Right, the Gargant, Nathan. The Chaos Twelve Gargant. wounds, five up armor save, right? Moves eight inches, so not super fast, um, but doesn't bracket on its movement, which is hot. Okay, it's got a massive club, which is five attacks, threes and threes, no run damage, two. It's got an Edbutt, which is one of my favorite attacks. It used to be damage five, which is one attack, fours and threes, yep. run two, damage four. And this is what you do the spell on, Dan. Extra yeah. attack on that. Yeah. Uh, a mighty kick, one attack, three threes, run one damage, three. Timber, if you fall over, you do mortal wounds. Stuff them in me bag. After this unit makes a piling move, pick one enemy model within three and roll dice if it's at least double that model's wounds characteristic is slain, so boo. So that's rubbish. Mm. You can only kill up to three wounds. Um, whipped into Frenzy. The start of combat phase, if you're within six inches of a Beast of Chaos hero, add one to the attack characteristic of these unit's melee weapons. Excuse oh. me. Excuse and me. <laughs> three and then you put the spell on say? it. Yeah, I love the th the three headbutts. Is clearly he just grabs them and just keeps <laughs> smashing his head into them until they're done. And Hello. I like that if he's if he's kicking them and massive clubbing. Has anyone seen Hot Rod and knows what the ultimate punch is? Because it feels like that's what the Chaos Gargant does. It, it runs in and does the ultimate punch. The headbutt is also Ren two, and he has an aura. 
Subtract one from save rolls for enemy units within three inches of any friendly units with this ability. So Sorry, let's just three. so let's just Ren what, let, four. <laughs> let's just talk about let's just talk about the combo. Yeah. I charge in a unit of gore and you strike last. I've charged in a gargan and you're minus one to your save. I've done a spell on you, so you're plus one damage with all of my attacks, and I've fought with a Beast Lord before I fight with my unit, so my unit of gore is going to do 20 attacks, threes and twos at rend one. Rend two in turn two, that's damage two. Mm. Oh, wow. But wow. Even, even, this, even this bloke just going in by himself, the Herdstone giving him plus one rend on all of his attacks, getting an extra attack. You don't even need the spell, but the spell to give him an extra attack. And then your opponent being minus one to their save rolls, which is effectively you're, you're adding two to all of your rend from turn two. Okay. All right. Let's, let's hope. 160. Let's dream big, boys. Let's dream big. 160. 140. Says, oh, Dad's dreaming really big. I thought I was <laughs> dreaming big at 160. What? I think 140. Okay, James, come on. He's only 12 Nathan, wounds. Before we go any further, we'll stop the stream. We won't do any more show. Before we go, are there still Algas or Gargans yeah. in Gits? Yeah. Are I they good? They're, they're all right. They're not as good as everything else, but they're okay, all right. They're, so, they're better than they were. So, do you have several spare that I could have before Rob asked for them? <laughs> <laughs> they are not got... cheaper than 140. It's not possible. Come they're on. They're not cheaper than 140, Rob. Just out of five, on 145. No. 145. <laughs> Are you sh To be fair, none of the, you don't it. summon. You don't summon. Man, this is a great army. <laughs> oh, my God. That means, so if you just had 10 Zangor, uh, sorry, yeah, 10 Zangor, turn two, you should eat this dickhead in with 10 Zangor, and then you're going to have 50 attacks that are Ren 2. And then your opponent's like, I'd like to hit you back. You're like, just sixes, mate. <laughs> no way. Okay, Grashrek Felltooth. Uh, he cast. He had six, in, in, six inches to heroic actions. Um, and then he does D3 mortal wounds for unit. Uh, and then add one to hit rolls for attacks member melee weapons that target that unit until the next hero phase. That's pretty dope, actually. The special character. Plus one to hit against a unit. Nice. He's the weird underworlds, overworlds. Upside down worlds, boy. Yes, he is. Underworlds. Also, yeah. why? The, the, I can't believe how many gargants are left in the world. Like nine million gargants. Oh my God. <laughs> Wait, are we still not finished? Tusk or Chariot? Oh my God. This model still oh, exists. Or also, Brayhorter does well. So they would get the plus hit on to hit and wound from the Beast Lord yeah. buff as well. Oh, mm. That's nice. There isn't. Okay. So it's seven wounds on a four up armor save, which seems quite a good armor save for a. For a for the oldest model in the world. Moves 10, which is fast. It's got a spear that's damaged two. Uh, four attacks oh, that are damaged. Like it's nothing. so old. Yeah, no, no profile. If this unit has two or more models, I'm gonna, James, how many chariots can I have? Uh, a lot. What? A unit of what? Oh, a unit of, a two. Unit of one. But they, you can reinforce them into twos. They're not single, are they? No, they're not single. Can they be battle line? No. Okay. After this unit makes a charge move, you can pick one in an inch. Um, 
Roll a number of dice equal to the unmodified charge roll. Oh my god. Add one to each roll if the enemy has a wound characteristic of one or two. For each five plus, the unit suffers one more wound. So they've got an ogre charge on four oh. ups. Okay, no. Five ups, isn't it? It's five, five ups, ups, unless they've but... got a wound characteristic of one or two, okay. which means you add one. <clears throat> right? So they're literally ogres. Okay. The, no. These can't be cheap. These are not... These are not 80 points or something. These are gonna, yeah, they're not 80 points. I reckon they're 70. I reckon they're 70 <laughs> points. I think in this book is that cheap. Okay. Okay. Right. A unit of one and just doing an ogre charge. Go on. Tell me. You want to know? 90, 90, 90 points. 90 points. Go on, Nate. 90 points. 90 points. Just add five. 95. 95. No, they are not 95 points. They are 95 points. Get some gargants. Get some chariots. Don't do <laughs> any of that. Take 10. <laughs> Just go. Just send it. Yeah? It's like the better version of the Stormcast chariot list I kept trying what to What am remember. I talking about? Take 15. <laughs> Let's yeah, go, boys. Be... Yeah, you two units of 10 dogs at the front. 50 chariots! <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the thing, right? You'd never take a unit of two because that in, you're like, oh, if I have a champion, I get an extra attack on my melee weapons. Bugger that right off. Two charging in means double the tusk or charge. Oh, my God. Gore damage doesn't seem that good, though. Like, listen, unbelievable <laughs> stuff. Just put... Okay, this easy. We've solved it. One Bray Shaman, 19 chariots. Just start them all off the board. And be like... Guess what? I'm about to charge a lot. Yeah? They all get plus one to charge, so they're hitting you on eights. Uh, let's go. Wow. Wow. I wasn't expecting them to be good. And also, they're so fucking ugly. <laughs> they're minging. They can oh, sell a few, though. They yeah. can sell it. I mean, don't get these. Get anything else. Just get yeah. like a, a just buy the new chaos chariot. <laughs> yeah, just buy that. Yeah, just say it's a goat. Stick a goat in. Sorted. What's his base size as well? Because that's quite interesting. Anyway, doesn't matter. Because you could like heroic action, move a unit away, charging the chariots. Oh my god, this army is great fun. Um, okay, center court, two wounds each on a four-up armor save. That I think they've added plus one to their armor save, which is really good. Um, uh, yes, they have. They've got a shooting attack, which has got rend, which is quite nice. Uh, but their spear in combat is only two attacks, three threes, rend one, and then they've got their limbs is two attacks fours fours uh one of five models can be a banner bearer they can retreat and still charge them in the turn which is pretty good add one to the attack characteristic for the champion and then add one to run and charge rolls so they could be uh charging on a uh, plus two when they come in from reserve the first two rounds uh the first two wounds or mortal wounds caused by the caused to this unit in the combat phase are negated in addition if a model of this unit would flee as a result of a failed backshot test you can roll a dice on a two plus that model does not flee First two wounds. Yeah, the first two wounds in the combat phase. And then add one to the attack characters to this unit's melee weapons while it's holding within oh, nine just, inches of any objectives. They're, they're just always drunk now. You right. know, you do not control. They're just always drunk. To be fair, though, the like Santa Claus have been, get, have been trying to get drunk for a while. It's nice that they've entered the we're just drunk all the time. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wow. Uh, just to jump back to the Tuscor chariots for a hot second, yeah. they are sold out in the US and Australia. 
You can still get them in the UK, though. So if you're planning on doing this, uh, if you this, buy the, them, the, the if Tuscal you're listening list. to this show and you buy one, I think you're a moron. Do not buy <laughs> the Tuscal Chariot. Literally buy anything else and make it a Tuscal Chariot. Like I'm buy not... a Hot Wheels car and stick a Vespa. <laughs> <on. laughs> like anything, please, God, do anything else, right? Oh my God, um, I quite like the Centigore. Okay, there mm. there are five. It's a unit of five. They've got four up armor, save two wounds. It seems like their job is to kind of hold an objective or be a bit of a tank, but they're very fast mm. at 14 inches. So... Do you want to know something fun? Yeah, go for it. If your general is a great Bray Shaman, yeah. these can be battle line. Oh. I mean, you've got great battle line options anyway. Yeah. Yeah, but it's funny. Okay, yeah. <laughs> okay, so... Well, if you did this, then you can have Warhounds, these guys, Chariots, like everything's moving fast, I guess. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to go for 140 points. 130. Hundo. They are sadly expensive boyos. Yeah. They are 170 points. Oh, that's fine. That's fine. Yeah, that's fair. Because Hounds are better for the same role in the same place. Like, yeah, that's fine. Razor, oh my god, Razor course. I fucking <laughs> look at the eyes on these things. <laughs> they Razor Gores look like fucking stonefish. And I my love... favorite thing about the Razor Gore, and I can't see from that picture, but the picture on like the website's still on a square base, and that paint job is like 90s. This it's is still the... a 90s paint job. This is comfortably the biggest cash grab I've ever seen. This is like. <laughs> Before you buy Old World, buy this shit off us, right? In my opinion. Anyway, four attacks, fours and threes, no Ren damage two. Come as a unit of one. Can it be reinforced? Can I have multiple Razor Gore? You can. <laughs> you can have two, yeah. You can have two. Can I have a unit of two? Uh, if this unit is within three inches of any friendly Ungor units at the end of your charge phase, and this unit made a charge move in the same turn, double the attacks characteristic of these units' melee weapons, so eight attacks... And at the end of each phase, you can heal one wound allocated to it uh, if any models are slain because he eats them. Okay. I don't know. 60 points for this potato. <laughs> I don't know. He's got four wounds on a five-up armor save. 60 points. What are you saying, Dan? 45. I, I'm, I'm going to say 50. Just add five to it, Rob. What is it? 65. Pass. Fucking throw in the bin. A potato. No, that, that makes sense. They've underpointed things that are startlingly good, so it makes sense that they'd overpoint things that are startlingly yeah, mediocre. Yeah. Slang mediocre. Oh my god, Daddy, let's go. Okay. Come on. I still these ever since I saw the designs, my question has always remained the same. How do they pull on those stockings with only claws and no hands? Someone and I know No, I know in Slanesh people were like, oh well, some of the humans must do it. But can you possibly tell me in a world where in a beasts of chaos army there's some like gore or ungore whose job it is is to put on their freaking tights? Like yeah. draw me that world. That's, That's that an I don't believe job that. Right I there. don't believe it. I don't <coughs> believe it. Oh, 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 did it apparently uh right so they've either got three or four wounds uh in um uh we don't know uh either three or four wounds on a five up save and they come as a unit of three one more of this unit can be a slate horn um and you can add plus one to its damage and they can either either uh finger bones armed with razor sharp claws is what they've got 
Um, but your champion can have razor sharp claws and a gilded weapon. So that's what's going on. So you're going to have from the unit, uh, you're going to have four, eight, 13 attacks. At the end of the any phase, if any wounds or mortal wounds are allocated to this unit in that phase, and this unit is more than nine inches from all enemy units, this unit can move up to D6. Wow. So mm. if you shoot at it, it's going to move D6 units. Uh, D6 inches, sorry. And then obsessive violence. Once per part in the combat phase of this unit is fought for the first time in that phase, you can see it will continue. So you can fight again, but strike last. So also, got... just to jump back to slaughter at any cost, you don't have to end that free D6 move closer. So basically, if someone shoots at you, you get a free redeploy. But then nine wounds on a five-up armor save, right? I have a feeling it's nine for the unit. Yeah, that's so what I mean. Yeah, yeah, three wounds each. Yeah. Nine, because it's unit three on a five-up armor <coughs> save. But they mm. do have, uh, like we talked about, they do have 13 attacks in close combat. And they're hit on fours, which is the downside. Uh, mm. Wound on threes, rend one, damage two. So they have got to damage two, which is kind of interesting. Mm. Um, uh, but obviously they combo with fights last. You could have them up to damage three. Mm. Uh, they're Bray Herd, like Nathan said, so you could get the yeah. plus, plus, plus one to hit, hit plus wound. one to wound. Um, uh, so, and in turn two, they'll be Ren two. If you're near a Gargan, they're going to be, for some reason, they're Ren three. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> which is quite nice. I don't know. Like, I would need them to be quite cheap because they're not very survivable. I think they're going to, my prediction is they're going to be expensive because all of the old shitty models have been great with low costs. These new models will be average. So I reckon I reckon they're going to be expensive. They come in threes, right? Yeah, so. it's just unit and nine. I don't think it could be that expensive because it's unit nine. 140. No, That's unit three. So unit nine three. wounds. Nine wounds. Yeah. I reckon 180. Uh, 110. Okay. They're cheap, boys. They are 130 points for three. Yeah, that's fine. Like That's all right, yeah. That's cheap. That's good. That's good. Uh, okay, three endless spells. Three endless spells. Wildfire Taurus, my favorite endless spell. It's predatory. You set it up within um, at six inches, and it moves 12 inches uh, when nice. you set it up, Lost. and it's cast on a seven. After these endless spells move, roll dice for each unit that has any models it passes across. Uh, and each other unit within an inch, and it's on a big base, on a two-plus surface, D3 more wounds. In addition, the strike flast effect applies to units mm. within three inches. My favorite spell from uh, this book, such a good spell, I'm going to say mm. 70 points, because it's amazing. It is, oh, it is 70 points. Brilliant. Nice. There we go. Brilliant. It's great. Great endless spell. Absolutely great. Yeah, that's Massive. good value for that, actually, yeah. Yeah, loads of mortal wounds, and then just yeah. strike last. And it's got loads mm. of movement. 12 and, it, inches. And, and importantly, it doesn't affect Beast of Chaos. So yes. you oh, nice. don't need to worry so about putting your models around it. Oh, nice. So it no longer affects Beast of Chaos, so it buffs you. That's really nice. I love that. Okay, Birds are Bonkers. All this right, was okay. my favorite. Oh, the Ravening Dire Flock. Cast on a five, set up within 12 inches. If successfully cast, set up the parts of the spell within three inches of each other, holding the range invisible to the caster. Um, only Beast of Chaos Wizards can attempt to cast a spell. Uh, it's predatory. The end of spell is a predatory end of spell that moves eight inches. The parts always have to be within three inches of each other. 
Harbages of dark omens. Models cannot issue rally or inspiring presence while they're within six inches of this endless spell. The ability has no effect on beast of chaos. That's amazing. Uh, roll a dice each time an enemy model issues a command within six inches of this endless spell. On a five plus, that command is not received. Wow. And the command point that was spent to issue that command is lost. So you set it up within 12 inches and it moves eight. So in the first turn, it's going to be a 20 inch range. And it's then it effectively affects... a. Yeah. It affects you I was gonna six say, inches, so it's got a twenty-six inch threat range at the start of the game. It's like a it I think it's a better horror ghast. It I is mean, a better yes, yeah. Rally yeah, it's only rally, cost on a five though, so it's quite easy to dispel it in your when you get your turn. You'll just get rid of it straight away when you Yeah. You would. You would but, but like I mean uh, that, I could that's launch costing it. you a spell. So, yeah, mm, I'm launching it at you and then yeah. like attacking you. It's not bad. Mm. With yeah. fifteen chariots, you're you. It's also one that you're forcing your opponent to dispel. You know, like you're saying you have to use a spell to stop this. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. definitely gonna try to. Um, uh, like so, a models kind of issue the rally or inspiring presence, and then it's yeah, um, because on a five plus not received, so you can make it so that like you couldn't mighty destroyers or something, which is kind of interesting. Yeah, yeah, it's good. Mm. Yeah. Oh yeah, true. Also, plus all your wizards are dead from mortal wounds anyway because the cycle. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. And that heroic uh, action at the back and of the And that board. lad shooting you out the back of the... Yeah. yeah. And blowing up objectives and terrain and all of that mm -hmm. malarkey. 40 points. And if you take... Yeah. Uh, 60, 60 points. Uh, 40 points of birds. Bugger off. That's good value. That's Real great good value. value. That's, especially as you're taking like five... Oh my God. Dome <laughs> Blast dirge horn, dirge horn. On a six... Set up within 12, doesn't move. Um, when the end of spell is set up and it is a range of six inches at the start of each subsequent round, it um, increases by six. Subtract one from wound rolls for attacks made by the units within range of this end of spell. Oh. With this ability, this ability has no effect on Beast of Chaos. Oh my God. Oh. Minus one, Minus wound. one to wound. But it, I always but like the mechanic not... on this because it's always been the same. I always think it's fun. But what I found was because it never moves, you've got to put it somewhere central and it ended mm. up getting dispelled a lot. But it's fun. Um, this is probably less fun for 30 people. 30 points. Yeah, 20 or 30 points. It's right. cheap because it's not predatory. I just, I just want to read this great. It's 30 points. <sighs> Worth sticking in to just keep casting. Wait. Yeah. Amazing yeah. value. Amazing now, here's the value. thing, though. Like, I say mean, you're if gonna... they're only hitting you on sixes, it doesn't matter if they're minus one, two. <laughs> well, <laughs> then they're hitting you on sixes and they've got a wound at minus one. If they're... Uh, look at it this way, though, right? Like, you you take an incarnate in your list. I know you've got a lot of op other options, but let's assume you do. If there's an incarnate in your list, you've got enough abilities to mortal wound off your own heroes that are bound to it. And then you've got a cheap, endless spell you can summon for it to eat. So you can kill your own hero, charge in, eat your own thing, and then be leveled up, you know, turn one, bottom of turn two. Uh, okay, so what are our thoughts? Let's just wrap this up in a bow. I think it's fair to say that it feels like the points are a little bit all over the place. And mm. we've read through a lot of units, and we're trying to get mm. a lot of, like, value out of that. But I legit don't see where the like expensive bits are. I guess I guess the thing that we're not 
seeing is we're still seeing Beast of Chaos on our head and we're expecting there to be some summoning. This army, like, once it loses a unit, it's just going to lose that unit. And a lot of that units are going to be lost fairly easy. Although there's some good armor saves in there. Like, they're not, you know, saves to darkness armor saves, but they're not bad. And they have mm. utility to stop. They've got strike last effects all over the place. And then they've got great anti-magic in some ways. Like, I think there's loads of value. Like, I don't think there are many, like, clangor war scrolls. Just points either go up or down to try and kind of change the meta around. It feels like mm. you can build a couple of different lists, maybe? I think there's a couple of war scrolls that are very similar. Like, Gore and Bestigore. The difference is massive points. Minute on the war scroll to massive points. Yeah. Um, so I think like there's some weird bits in there. Like that shag off, like people that were running what multiples of that might as well just put them in the bin. I mean, mm. um, anyway, but I think close. like actually for me, like seems pretty solid. Probably not disgusting. I think if you added summoning, if you'd have kept the summoning mechanic on this, it would have been terrifying because you'd have just been like, here's a cockatrice, hit on sixes. Next turn, here's a cockatrice, mm. hit on sixes. So like they seem to have removed the summoning but made it more fun to play. But I also think like there'd be a weird, like there's a lot of weird flex on the uh, sub-allegiances where you could choose the like complex ones against the easier ones, which is probably what sets this army from being super good to average. See, I don't think... So, people are saying, ultimately, it's the army-wide ambush. I don't even think it's that. Mm. Like, I think what's also really exciting about this is, if you remember how the deployment step works, you... I, I deploy a unit, or I put it in reserve. I don't put all my units in reserve immediately. So, like... I can consistently, I can be like, oh, 10 gore on the line, 10 gore on the line. And you're like, okay, I'm a one drop. My whole army's down. And mm. I'm like, okay, cool. Or you can be like, I oh, know, six, like, enlightened, like, in reserve. Yeah. And your opponent's already like, fuck. Like, yeah, exactly. How do, I, how do I deploy? Well, I'll just castle up in a corner. And then you just, like, wrap them up with some Chaos War hands, put a cockatrice next to them, say, We'll see you in five turns once you've tried to get out of that. <laughs> yeah, drag or yeah. drag their screen out yeah. the way, you know. Yeah, and insert something, yeah. Like, mm. uh, like pop a wizard on the first turn or something. Like, legitimately, I, like, I don't think it's necessarily like 65. Like, I don't think it's the strong book that it was previously because it had so much, no. def- it had so much defense before. If you've got mm. Alfred, you're like, I'll just rally it all, not bothered. You made a mistake, mm. rally it all. Oh, also, I'm summoning more that you were never expecting. This is just a nightmare. Yeah. So it's not mm. a stronger book in that way, but I think it's got loads of play. Like I think it's more fun. Than way it more was fun previously. Like that <laughs> point. Like even me, and I've not really been playing. But like talking about like just the jank of playing just Dark Walkers and being like, I'm gonna learn how to run off a board, run on, and ruin like ruin your lead on the last few turns by just fucking running off a board and running on a board, bouncing into and bouncing off. I I, I get the feeling that it's it's a lot techier, and I like that. Like, rather than a number of really obvious techniques, it's got a lot of 
it, it has a lot of playability and a lot of versatility, which I think is a lot nicer. And like everyone said, I agree. I think it's going to be a lot more fun to play, but I think it's also going to be a lot more fun to play against. Like I, I'm, I was not often excited to play against Beast of Chaos in their previous state. I don't mind. Like this, this is actually pretty cool. Like I wouldn't mind coming up against this. It definitely isn't the bad book that I think people were saying that it was. Mm. Um, so, oh, it's great. Yeah, it's great. Like, I think also you're going to lose so many games because you're going to outplay yourself as the Beast of Chaos player. You're going to be like, right, okay, I'm going to big brain mm. this. And then, <laughs> yeah, and, yeah. <laughs> and then just an absolute, like, an absolute baby with a bazooka is going to be like, and I mean no one in particular here. Um, oh, here are my, here are my three, uh, you know, terror geists. And this is going to eat your whole mm. army, right? Yeah. <laughs> like, like, eat your whole army. You're like, oh, okay. None of what I meant to do there was important or useful. Um, but yeah, I think, I think absolutely fantastic book, actually. Actually, I'm really excited about this. This is great. Mm. Load of good options. Also, have you just found your new army? Get battered by Squigs. Let's, really, let's be really, really conscious of the fact that Squigs are going to batter us, but pretty Ooh. good. Yeah, I don't know. Don't know. I mean, if there's a cockroach still by, I don't think anything's battering you, are they? No. Those cock. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And I, they've got. And when they hit back, I think they'll they'll punch Griggs in the face. Wow. Yeah. I'm I'm excited to see like back to back two awesome battle tomes, like Golden Age of War dollies. Like it's it's the kind of stuff that gets you excited. So I I like that. I'm keen. I'm loving Beast of Chaos. Loving this. All right, perfect. Uh, I'm going to give this like a good eight out of ten, mainly because it's just like loads that you can just like, um, like I think you've got loads of play. It's ability to win, I'm not sure, but I think you can do some super fun stuff. Like, also though, maybe it's quite an, a lot of that stuff is your opponent not getting to do fucking anything, which is pretty <laughs> sad, right? <laughs> so that's tough. Um, I like it. I like yeah, it. Endless spells are good. I, I guess you're just worried about. What wizards you got? Well, the Zangle wizard is great. The one on the disc, I think. And 100 and what? 15 points to the same. Yeah. yeah. Or 95 points for just a great Bray Shaman who can hide off the board. Yeah. Mm. I think you just take too. loads of Shamans and I think... just try and force some of those spells through because they're great. Mm. They're all good value. They're good war scrolls <laughs> to ally in as well. Mm. I think they're, they're it's awesome looking at it because... Uh, like I'd give it a nine personally. I'd give Gits an eight because I think an army, uh, like for me, a ten out of ten army isn't a strong army. It's not an army that would go like like five and zero. Oh. I think every arm, like my goal would be every army is a three two or a four one army, and then it's about play. And I think that this this book doesn't lean into any like I don't read anything and go oh that's gonna fucking rattle the meta. Um, like for instance, when you read the the More Tribes book, you looked at Underguts with Iron Blasters and Noblar screens, and you were like, "That's the winner right there. That's everything." Um, and looking at this book, I don't immediately see that anywhere. But every single or most of the War Scrolls you read, I'm like, "There's tech here." Most of the abilities, you're like, "There's tech here. There's usability and there's play." So this is just about near a perfect book for me. And also, this, like, also the ability to ally units in, but also take allies out of this, because a lot of the value from these mm. units are on their war scrolls. So I can mm. just put, I can just put that cockatrice in to the enemy army. Also, just side note, just thought about this: a Saigor, like a 
BC Chaos Mirror match with like six fucking Bray Shamans on both sides and then there's just a Saigor and then both Bray Shamans are like, uh-oh. Like, uh-oh. <laughs> uh, and then, uh, yeah. But and, imagine allying Gorin to your army. The fuel mm. chaos army, whatever. Well, that always strikes last effect. It's great. Mm. Yeah, also, yeah. I agree with Stavros in the chat. Absolute 10 out of 10 from Games Workshop for the fucking cheek of trying to sell us Razor Gore chariots. Like the fucking audacity of selling Razor Gore chariots. Spawn. To us. And spawn <laughs> and Razor Gore and Centigores. Well done. Well done. Because. Well, it's spawn a great value because you've got like three or four different war scrolls out of each one now. You could have a mm. thingamajiggy spawn, a dude or flip spawn, a flippy flop. You know what, what? One of the things I love seeing is when you've got an old ass uh, sculpt and then for the new books, they get a new lease on life and they get a new paint job. Scrolling down and having a look at that, the new spawn duty with like the, the pale skin white bloke where they've clearly tried to sexy him up. And I'm like, oh, you're, fuck, you're, you're rolling that turd in glitter because you've realized you can't polish it. You know, like it's just, it doesn't look bad, but you're like, you can see that the painter, you know, the heavy metal painter or whoever had to do it was like, shit. Hey, imagine, Those ones imagine. always make me sad. I like it when they just stick to it and they're like, we know that we can't be asked to pay someone to paint this. So here it is on a square base from yeah. 1992. Yeah, I agree. Uh, right, listen, uh, thanks everyone for tuning in live. Hope you enjoyed the show. I really enjoyed this way more than I thought I would. So thank you to Dan, Nathan, and James. You guys are wonderful. Um, I can't, I appreciate lots. Any shout outs from any of you? Nathan, shout out for you. I got a shout out uh, some cough medicine manufacturers. I'm off to go and imbibe their products. All right, perfect. Good. Uh, I hope you're okay, bud. Uh, James, shout out for you. I'm going to shout out um, Declan because I watched Nathan, Nathan trounce him on Friday and Nathan sold it separately to that. <laughs> Good. Dan? Uh, I'm going to shout out Mr. Berry again because I'd love to squish him and make some jam. Oh, that's cute. That's cute. We like that. Uh, I'm going to shout out Jack Asher. I don't know if he's listening, but uh, I got to play Jack of 40K this weekend. Um, and uh, and then Jacob Berry, because uh, when I did the Noah video, there's like a little clip of like Jacob high-fiving his opponent. Um, and so like I like, it really kind of like mentally hit me. So like this weekend, I just spent all weekend, whenever my opponents rolled well, I just high-fived them. I was like, bro, you just blew up my shit. High-five. Like, and it was, it, it was <coughs> nice. And then he messaged me being like, bro, I really liked it when you high-fived me when I was winning. And I was like, oh, that's cool. Like, it's nice for you. So thanks to Jacob for inspiring me. Thanks to Jack for being receptive to that. And thanks to the chat for hanging out. Don't forget, we have got a Patreon if you want to support the show. Um, and then uh, if you are listening to the podcast, stay hydrated. Thanks to everyone for tuning in live. Loads of love. See you soon. Look after yourselves. Bye.